Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I texted her and said, how is Boomer doing? And she said, um, he's good, but he was very excited to see us. And I said, he was very excited to see us. She goes, well, the uh, cannon was on display. Oh, open it up. The lipstick, you might say. Wow, he was really excited. He to was see ready to he just was... be around the people that he cares about. I see. <laughs> was he wearing a jizz horn camp jersey? <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a big program today. I've got a good feeling about today's show. You've got a feeling? I think today's show is going to be the best show we've ever had. Best one we've ever had? Ever. Ten Do- plus years. The best. Do we know what the previous record holder is? Like, no. Do we know who sits in first place? Which show sits in that spot? Because I can't tell you from what we did yesterday, let alone you know what, what we that did show, ten years ago. A couple years ago we did. Do you remember... Yeah. When uh, when Carl Ravitch came in the studio and whipped off his toupee mm. for everybody was, to see. Yeah, it was a big reveal. And then John Davidson hit him in the head with a bat. <laughs> that made some news. Why did we have J.D. do that? I, I, can't don't, I don't know. I mean, J.D. was in here. It cut some Blue Jackets promos. He was mad about and something. And then he just started bashing Carl Ravitch's right. head in with that a bat. A, that was a, <laughs> was a big day. Go check it out. Podcast. And then there was, podcast. there was the time where John David John Davidson is a violent man. I, d- I don't know him to be he, that way. He took a golf ball and he smashed it in Sage Steele's face. Why did he do, smash Sage, it in her face? What was where was when did we talk to Sage Steele? We, we didn't do any of this. I don't remember any of it. This is bizarre. JD was on the golf course. Oh, he shoved I see. it in her eye. You're gonna take the vaccine, and she said, "No, I won't." You can't make me! I do remember the time Sage Steele was like, I can't believe how horrible things are. The airport, 20-minute lines, right? This sucks. And it was like, I, is that the worst thing? I don't know. I'm not, not one to judge. She's still that person. Oh, is she? Okay. Yes. Good to know. Good to She's know. still horrible. Oh, there's a lot of that going around, Mike. I've heard a lot of horrible going around. Well, we're, we're two horrible people. That's right. We're we here are. every single day. But I, I feel like there's a difference. Because we're horrible, but we acknowledge it. We're not horrible people who think this we're great. This is what I tell my wife. This, you know, my wife is not high maintenance in the most technical sense. Oh boy, here we go. But i gonna. No, I've had this conversation. <laughs> oh, okay, with her. all right. I've, I've, I'm not saying anything to you that I haven't had had already had a conversation okay. with her about. All right. Um, she's the worst kind of high maintenance because she thinks she's low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like well, I'm that's... sure Mariah Carey knows she's high maintenance. Right? I don't know that she does, yeah, but I'll take I, I don't your word think Mariah for it. Carey thinks she's easygoing, any of that. But my wife thinks she's just, oh, I'm so easy. What are you going to do? I slip on some sweatpants. Who cares? No, she's the worst kind. 
So if you're high maintenance, like we said, if know you're, you're high maintenance. Yeah, you just got to admit it. Like we admit that we're horrible people and we're stupid. We're we're wildly inconsistent. We try to be better every day. That's why that's why we try to be better is because we know we're terrible. But we're judged three hours a day. We're judged. Yes, we do the best we, we can. feel it. We feel we the all, judgment. We often fail. We live in the judgment. We we soak in it. We are currently distilling in the judgment, but we acknowledge that it exists. The people who never like feel that, never think that, never know that, and walk around like, yeah, man, I got to tell you, I'm pretty awesome, pretty great. I'm just like standing here holding up the whole left turn lane just because I got the wrong way to go, and so I'm just going to sit here like an idiot. Yeah, you suck. And we 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 know we suck when we do that, but we try not to do that because we I, know we suck. Can I tell you what uh, what I've done? At the house. What's that? This is a new development. The last couple days, I get... Uh, you installed a left turn lane in all your hallways? No. no? I get I get upset with my wife when she does stupid little minuscule things. What, is the, she, what does she that thinks, mean? She thinks is nothing and does not affect me at all, and why do I care? Okay. All right, I'm quite sure you would come down on the side of her in this <laughs> argument that we have all <laughs> the time. We're about to find out, aren't we? But, you know, she's... Uh, you know, she's... It's 80 degrees... And she's got long sleeve whatever on. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, well, take your take your stupid thing off. All right? It's too hot for that. Take it off. Well, why, why does this affect you? Why does it bother you? Because looking at you affects my mood. All right? <laughs> yes. well, I don't know why you just can't let me live. I don't, why can't you just allow me to live? What's the difference? Well, I say, okay, no difference, right? So you wear what you wear. Yeah. I wear what I wear. Yeah. And since it doesn't affect you, then you can't say anything to me about it. Right. So I got a, a t-shirt made with a very offensive term on it. Okay. I'm not wearing it out of the house. It's just, I'm in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing this t-shirt. Doesn't affect her. It's not directed towards her. It seems. Doesn't affect her. It seems like. Why are you wearing that? Why do you care? Put on your parka. Why do you care? Are you trying to figure out if I side with your wife in a house that I'm sure is notoriously cold because it's cold here all the time? You're trying to figure out if I'm going to side with the person who put on a long sleeve shirt to just say, I'm not going to ask him to turn it up a little bit to be warmer. Oh, she asks me all the time. To it's, turn 70, it up? it's 72 degrees in the house. And she wants it warmer. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, but okay. I'm saying it affects she, me. So she doesn't ask you. No, she asks me all, asks me all the okay, time. Okay, but then you... I don't know why you, I said ask like X. She uh, asks me all the time. Well, she does, okay. But then when you're like, no, we're keeping it here. It's too hot. I can't. Too hot. 72 is reasonable. Okay. Is it not? Right. But then she puts... Uh, she's like, well, he doesn't want to change temperature, so I'll just put on a warmer shirt. And you're asking if I think she's the crazy one? She affects my mood. I see. That's on just you. Just looking at her. Got to tell you, that one's on well, you, buddy. Well, then she can just deal with my offensive shirt. <laughs> this is, again, Let me live. it seems like that might be a step beyond the discussion. Have you met, have you met me? That's my point. Again, <laughs> this is a you problem that you are now adding to the problem. Let me tell you the secret, man, because I had somebody ask me the other day. They're getting married. What's yeah. the secret to a long marriage? I've been married 15 years. I'm quite sure there are people listening to me that have been married much longer than that. Right. But my answer to you is never get tired of the petty games. Yeah. It'll keep you going. It, <laughs> it like does. my desire to one-up her and piss her off and that's, her secret desire to do the same to me, that's what gets me up in the morning. That's what it's built on, huh? Yeah, pettiness.
I'm built on like the at least amount of resistance we can have together. Like, let's stay out of each other's way. No, let's not have that, arguments. What, then after a while, you want the you want the fight. Let me you tell want you something, the passion. Man. You want the argument. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. All right. If you don't if you don't have these little exercises together, life gets dull. Look at you quoting scriptures to me. I'm just like I'm just telling little, you. Yeah, that's right. Good job. You got to stay sharp. I know you got to stay sharp, but sometimes, but sometimes you don't need to have needless battles. Yeah, you do. It's like getting on a treadmill. All right, we're manufacturing <laughs> distress for our bodies to keep our bodies in shape. We're not running away from a lion, but yeah, we're on the Peloton bike. Why? Because it's good for our bodies. Yeah, the simulation is good for our bodies. Yeah, pretending I that you hate your spouse and fighting with them. Is good. I guess I never thought of it that way. Arguing is healthy. Is it that what you're saying? Healthy. Arguing is healthy. It, the people who keep it all inside are the ones who get divorced or become serial killers. Well, right. I don't think. I don't think keep it all inside is the good idea. I don't know if like going out of your way to buy T-shirts to start new arguments that didn't previously exist. I don't know if that's <laughs> necessarily keeping it all inside. That's ingenuity. Okay. <laughs> you're being a creative now. I gotta tell you, at some point, I wish I would have taken psychology classes because that would have—they would have oh, come and write the book on me, here. buddy. They I never had any idea going. The one year I went to college, I thought I'm going into broadcasting. Should I take a journalism class or maybe a PR class? No. What should I? English? Nope. I should have gone all over to the the house where they're like, "Look, we're studying brains." I should have been in there looking at brains and hearing what people, sociology, all that stuff, and it would have come into play here. I told you. Kristen when I'm when I'm dead, she can do with me whatever she chooses. I have no wishes. If you want to donate my brain to science, see what's going on. Go ahead. Probably a good idea. Just I mean, just for let's have that in the let's have it in the lexicon. I don't know if that's the right term. Have it in the documented like the New England Medical Journal, right? Mm-hmm. That's a place where they put things. Journal of Medicine too. I think is what they actually call that. I think they should have just. On the graph of brains, they should have yours, just as maybe an outlier, maybe dead center for all we know, actually. I don't, I don't think well, so. Well, whatever. But wouldn't we like to know? That's why we're all going to kill you. So we'll just get that out of the way. We'll get your well, brain you out. Kill me. You we'll throw, no, no. Wait till I die. No, we're, we're going to take it into and our own hands. The way I've been eaten, <laughs> you won't have to wait long. What's going on? What are you eating know. now? Just, you know what I'm eating. I mean, I'm just saying, you're eating like nothing. you always have, right? Plus, I can't drink now. I heard that. Because I got some wonky stuff going on with my liver. Mm. So the doctor told me, you can't drink for a month. And you know what? I didn't realize how much I enjoyed drinking. Yeah. I, I enjoy drinking, too. Well, when so when do we find out? Next month? I think my next labs are like the first week of September. All right. Well, hopefully your liver can hold up. Because we need, we need you back on the, back on the sauce. I need to get let's back get, on the let's sauce. Let's get a sticker made. Common man. Back on the sauce. Like, Me completely sober is not good for anybody. No. I'm sure it's not. Is, way, that, speaking is that, not that when the t-shirt purchase happened? Were you completely sober when this occurred? Yeah, I was. That seems like... No. Yeah. Pettiness is its own drug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be on the sauce Again, for pettiness, buddy. T-shirts left and right today, sticker Brad. Let's go. Pettiness is its own drug. Oh, I, wa- I walked upstairs Back on today. the sauce. Those offices are dark and empty. The offices upstairs. Yeah. Everyone in them who is not in the office today, they're back on the sauce. Did we get a memo that Friday working is just a suggestion? No. But I, I was just but wondering if here's that the memo thing. came down and I didn't hear it. Here's the thing, though. like this, And I will tell anybody who's not aware of how this works, right? Like, if you get an office job in 2022, 
make sure in there there is a provision for working from home because I will tell you right now, like we we obviously don't have that because we have the studio here. They want us in the studio. They want to see our bright shining faces. Do any of the people who make those decisions come in to see us in the studio? No, they want to be home, but they make us come in here and that's fine. All I'm saying is if you get the opportunity and your job is like, no, you got to come in here. Find a job that's like, now we don't care. But can I can I tell you something though? There's no work from home going on. There's just from home. No <laughs> maybe, one's working. Maybe I don't know. I got so I I emailed Sticker Brad and uh, Scotty Vegas, and both of them emailed me back in like ten minutes today. Now, granted, that was at ten a.m. So maybe that was the time. Yeah, right. That was at ten a.m. Ten. I got twenty. I'll get a T-shirt made for those two. <laughs> with an offensive term. Oh, okay. Well, let's just. Leave that one in the idea. Bin. All right, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren's the commissioner of the Big Ten. At least he's pretending to be. We have some quotes from him. We'll share them with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on US 33 westbound between Hamilton Road and 270. It is blocking the left lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area and still continues to build. Please be cautious. Keep an eye out for the crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Dog days of summer got your business needing help? Check out Indeed, an all-in-one hiring solution that makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 for your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. I'm asking for a friend. Okay. What type of skill do you have to have to be an umpire in the Little League World Series. Are you going to tell me that the umpires at the Little League World Series are not great? Look, I know that umping's a tough job. That would be shocking. But are we just like... Like the strike call essentially is, did the catcher catch it? Strike. Mm. I mean, it could be a foot off the plate. But if he caught it... Strike. If it wasn't a passed ball. Yeah, pretty much. Now, let me ask you, do we have a lot of selective kids at the plate in the Little League World Series, or is everybody kind of just swinging as much as they can, trying to just take one out of well, the park? They're or? swinging, and all, okay. these, all these pitchers, too, are throwing breaking stuff all the time, because that's what that's, we that's should be doing we let's, 12. Let's get 12-year-olds to blow their elbows out early, so then they can get the Tommy John surgery at a young age. Oh, now, the new thing now is that you have to have, like, two Tommy Johns. Two? Because if you just had one, it's like, well... He'll, he's going to have to have another one. What? Yeah, you get two. You know what they should do instead of circumcision? Instead of cutting your, yeah, your foreskin I, 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 off. You didn't have to explain what All circumcision right, I got some, it. I don't know. I know what you're talking about I'm, when you I'm say circumcision. I'm trying to paint that picture for you. Well, you painted it. What they should do for young boys is just you know rip open their elbow and cut their tendons in half. Sure. Let's get them going. Let's get it. Let's get right. them going get on the, this road of Tommy John. Did you get all of your shots? Did you get the measles, mumps, rubella, Tommy John? Did you get all that? 
Yeah, we're going to do all that at birth or in the first, uh, let's say, first 18 months, right? Because maybe the kid had a little tough time at birth. Give him a little time to recuperate from that and then cut the tendons in the elbow. Let them well, get you know, that if you, surgery if you first really and out of the way. If you really just want to, you know, sort of delay all the after birth stuff mm-hmm. is ma- after birth. I you know you. what I mean? Yeah. Maybe the doctor just yanks the baby out by the elbow. And then that rips all the tendons right there. Baby's entering the world. It's traumatic anyway. He or she is crying. My whole family loves soccer. We've never watched a baseball game in our lives. Like, well, you never know. What are you going to do? Kid might be a lefty. That's my yanking out of the uterus. You have to snip both elbows, clearly, when they're that young, because you don't know which arm they're going to throw with. In fact, you hope they're throwing with their left, right? Because that's going to be more money. So you snip the left real quick. Get that ready Actually, to go. Let's get rid of the right one altogether. Lop it off. Just chop the <laughs> arm off. No choice. Work lefty. For, work for Jim Abbott. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, he it was kind of impressive. And he did have the whole arm. He just didn't have a hand. Right. I'm like I said that, and as soon as I said it, it sounded like I was going, ah, come on, it wasn't that hard. No, it was inc- incredible. As, we've talked about him before. We don't talk enough I, about I him. I don't know how. We're not walking into dinner parties in 2022, and the first thing out of your mouth is not, hey, can you believe the FBI rated? No, none of no, that. It's no. like, hey, Jim Abbott had one hand, and he pitched in Major League Baseball. Hit a home run in yes. Major League Baseball. How do we not lead every conversation with that? Bodie, and I know, I'm not trying to single out Bodie. I just know Bodie is under like the age where you might have watched Jim Abbott pitch. Are you aware of the story of Jim Abbott, the one-handed pitcher who... Pitched in Major League Baseball, not as like a gimmick. Threw a no-hitter! Was, yes, a legitimate pro that I had multiple baseball cards of as a kid. Are you aware of Jim Abbott at all? Everything you guys just said, not a clue. Right. (laughs) We need teaching this in schools. Yes. Why are we not teaching? Look, my kids have to learn cursive, which is an abomination. Why? Are they writing letters to senators from the 1700s? No? Then we don't need cursive. Here's what you do. Get rid of cursive. You learn how to sign your name. Yeah. All right, you do that. That's day one. No. And then every other day of cursive class, you talk about Jim Abbott. You know how it would be really easy to write this? Well, whatever it is, think about how hard it would be if you only had one arm. Now back to Jim Abbott time. Bodie. This is Jim Abbott class. Jim Abbott had no right hand. So what he had to do is he pitched with his left hand then had to switch his glove over every yeah. time he wanted to throw. He had a left-handed glove and a left-handed hand for the pitch. And then, and then somehow he batted. He hit. He won a golden glove <laughs> with one hand. We we have pitchers today where they're like, well, I went four innings and he threw 87 pitches. Gosh, oh, I, don't he's can, I don't know. If let's I'm, get him oh, out of there. Standing for- O. Tip your cap. Jim Abbott's like, I had one hand, and I threw a no-hitter. I hit bombs. I pitched in Major League Baseball for years. I'm going to say decades, even though it wasn't decades. All right, I'm looking up Jim Abbott's stats here. This is hijacked the show. Well, this who is cares? We need to do this every week. We need to talk about Jim Abbott at least once a week on the show. At least once a week. Jim Abbott in 1991... Went 18 and 11 with a 289. 18 and 18 11? 18 and 11. He pitched 243 innings with one hand. The record is 18, 11, and one. One hand. Like, you have to always, whatever. It's like he was ERA of 239. Or what did you say, 289? ERA of 289 and one. One hand. Keep that in mind. That's good for at least 
two off the ERA. So really, his adjust. Now we're going to get into advanced metrics. His adjusted ERA was eight nine because he had no hand on one side of his body. So I think that should count for like two runs off your ERA. I'm looking at his batting stats. Yeah, not not like did he ever hit in major? No, he hit regularly. Like he his job he would get he would go and stand in there and actually try to hit. Well, he was only in the National League for one year. He played in Milwaukee. And how did in ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Um, had oh, 20... I'm sorry. Let's just pause there because you said ninety one. He had a two eight nine and eighteen wins. Yeah, ninety nine. Ninety nine. He's still playing. Yes, ninety nine a... was his last year in the league. He had twenty one at bats, two hits, two hits. <laughs> Any of them go out? Drove in three. No, I'm no. Pretty home sure runs. he had a home run. No, I swear to God, he had run. a home run. I thought he had one too. He doesn't have one. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I, I'm looking at it. No, I'm saying there's something about a Jim Abbott home run. Maybe something in BP happened. he hit a home run. Okay, maybe that's what it was. But he drove in three. He did something. Did he make the... He's He wasn't in the Hall of Fame. No, Never. he's not a Hall of Famer. Why? I mean, he's, you're right. He Why? should be in the Hall Why? of Fame. Let's get that going, Veterans Committee. You got to get all these slack jaws that could barely play in there because like, well, I coached with him and he's a nice guy. And whenever I would spit out my tobacco, he'd get me some more tobacco. So let's put him in the Hall of Fame. This guy pitched with one arm. What? Well, one hand. One hand. Two arms. Still. One hand. Might as well have been. You go do anything with one hand. Well, I want to say, I want to say he started as a right-handed pitcher. And then lost the hand and taught himself is how to throw left. Real when he was a kid. Is that real? Now I got to look it up. We were going to talk about Kevin Warren here, folks. We'll, it's not we'll, going to happen. We'll get there. There's a whole show. I, I, I know. No, it says born without a right hand. Oh, so born without a right hand. With right hand. <laughs> well, in utero, <laughs> that was a miscalculation. He was a right-handed flamethrower <laughs> in utero. Then <laughs> it fell off because the doctor laughing. pulled him out. Hang on. I just want to be clear. I am not laughing about him being born without a right hand. I am laughing at the idea that he went to a Little League game and was like, Coach, I think I'm going to be a left-handed anything. And Coach was like, I think you should try being a right-handed pitcher. And he's like, but I don't have a hand. He's like, yeah, let's give it a shot anyway. We're adding to his lore. Right. Even with fictional <laughs> stories. <laughs> he was a first-round draft pick. Who was it? Who was it that he taught hit, himself? I know what it was. I swear to you. He hit a home run in college, I want to say. That's what it was. I'm almost positive that's what it is. I know there's a home run involved was it somewhere. Randy, was it Randy Johnson that taught himself how to throw left-handed? I swear, some. I really? just read something about this. I didn't this. know. Okay, I I don't know that story. I, I got. Oh, also this. What? Jim Abbott, 1988, gold medal for the United States during the Summer Olympics. That happened. Drafted in the first round in '89. Reached Major League Baseball without pitching a single inning of minor league baseball. We're not, again, people think we're talking about a guy who was like, well, isn't that kind of neat that that... No, it wasn't a pity party. It wasn't like, well, let's see if we can let this happen. No, this guy was so good, they said, we can't keep... We got to get him in the first round. We can't keep him in the minors. He's got to go right to the big time. How is every day... Not Jim Abbott Day? Not I agree. In, in some city, someplace. Jim Abbott it Day. It should be Jim Abbott Day. Like today in Milwaukee. And he travels around the country. Right. And Jim Abbott just goes to every single city in town. He pitched a no-hitter for the Yankees. He's a living legend. Jim Abbott. Top three. Okay, again, I didn't know this. 
top three finish in the 91 Cy Young Award. That was the year he won 18 and 11. Top three! Yeah. That... And well, Bodie had no idea of his existence. It's okay, Bodie. We're I just, you know what? Him. There's probably a lot of people who just drove their cars off the road because they too were like Jim Abbott. Well, I don't Jim know. Abbott didn't You're, play there, for Notre Dame. There are people. <laughs> That's why Bodie doesn't know him. <laughs> Jim Abbott yeah. may have. He had a what? Where did he play? He played in college somewhere. I don't know where he played. He was good. I swear he hit a home run. I think I said Michigan as I was looking at it. If I'm not well, mistaken, what? Where did he play? He played in college somewhere. I don't know where he played. He was good. I swear he hit a home run. I think it's in Michigan, as I was looking at it, if I'm not oh, he's mistaken. He's from Flint, isn't he? Okay. Yeah, he did. He went to Michigan. By the way, Jim Abbott? Yoked. Like, he was a strong man. Like, yeah. this is not a guy... I wouldn't have messed with him. I'm not saying you should mess with a guy with one hand anyway, because that seems, like, not good. But if you did, you'd lose. He'd clock you. Yeah. I have no questions about that. All right, that's two segments down. We haven't accomplished... <laughs> What we set Jim, out to do. We did. We started segment. the push for Jim Abbott Day nationwide. All right. Kevin Warren. We'll talk about him next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. It is blocking the right side. Please be careful over here as traffic gets backed up. You'll also find some slowdowns on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. All right, before we move on, I realized who I was thinking of. What do you mean? Who taught himself how to throw left-handed. Oh, right, okay. We were, was, if, if you missed the last segment, we were talking about Jim Abbott and how it should be Jim Abbott Day somewhere, somewhere in, the in the country every day every day of the year because his story is incredible. This and man not is an American treasure. It. Yep. We should be talking about Jim Abbott, celebrating Jim Abbott. He played professional baseball for more than a decade, missing a hand. Yep. Okay? Yeah, great. We should be talking about this guy all the time. Billy Wagner, former Major League closer, played 16 seasons, saved over 400 games. He was a right-handed pitcher. He broke his his arm twice when he was seven years old. Oh. And they said, you can't throw with this arm anymore. Because he was just breaking his arm while he was throwing. Oh, wow. And so he taught himself how to throw left-handed. He's still right-handed for everything else. That's ridiculous. He says, uh, I'm right-footed. As a kicker, I can punt right. I cut my food with my right hand. 
I'd probably poke my eye out with my left hand with a fork, yet he can throw a hundred. Yeah, he, he taught a, himself to do that. He had a Major League Baseball career throwing a hundred with the hand that he does not know how to use a fork with. How do we not talk about that more? That should be talked about as well. I'll tell you, when I was down in uh, spring training for the, at that time, Indians, when they were still in Florida, Victor Martinez was there because he was still on the team yeah. at that point. Right. And I was far enough away that I saw who I believe to be him wearing his number, just, you know, playing around in the outfield because he was a catcher and then later in his career, first baseman. But this time, he was a catcher. But I saw him throwing left-handed gracefully and effortlessly. Wow. And I said, well, that can't be him. Even if he's just screwing around, he wouldn't look like that. He looked like every other player out there throwing left-handed, but it was. He could throw the ball with both hands like that. Well, you know, like a lot of guys in pro sports have hobbies that exist outside of their sport. You know, guys take up golf or whatever they do. There are, though, those guys that whatever sport they play, they're just like, no, I that sport is still also my hobby, and I just learn how to do crazy, ridiculous, goofy things in, within that sport that I'll never use on the field, I'll never need to use, but I still learn how to do them. And then occasionally there's a guy like you said with Billy Wagner who learned how to throw a hundred with his offhand. Then there's guys like Jim Abbott who didn't have an option and learned how to be a major league pitcher with one hand. Ridiculous. But it's amazing to me how he can throw a hundred, but he says he can't use a fork. Exactly. With his left hand. The brain is so weird, man. I, I'm convinced that we don't even scratch the surface of, and that too, the scratch the surface of what's in our brains. Like I'm reading a oh, book. I know I haven't. Well, I'm reading a book about sleep right now and they're like, oh yeah, um, if you just don't like sleep a little bit, if you sleep a little bit less than you're supposed to, you're like the dumbest person in the world. If you sleep a little bit more than you're supposed to, you could do like rocket science tomorrow. Like that's how little your brain is just like, we're just asking, your brain's asking for like a smidge more oxygen and rest and you can go from like the bottom of the barrel dumb kid to the A student with just a little bit more That's sleep. That's interesting because, you know, for years, the go-getters in society have talked about how they don't no. sleep. All the scientists who study it say we've got that all wrong. Like, yes, those people have achieved a lot and they do a lot of things and they're super intelligent or whatever. But they could be a lot more intelligent if they would sleep. And by the way, a lot of those go-getters, you find out later, it's like, oh yeah, but they have like terrible personalities and they're horrible to everyone who works with well, them. And it's yeah, like, fair that's, enough. and that's why, because they, they're not getting any sleep and their brain is like really good at that one thing, but it's not doing them service to other places. All right, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren, who was he having a conversation with? Brian Gumbel? Brian Gumbel with HBO's Real Sports. And he was talking about how, yeah, 20 teams in the Big Ten could happen. Paying yeah. players could now, happen. Yeah, to be fair, Kevin Warren was asked by Brian Gumbel, could you add four more teams to expand to 20? And Kevin Warren said, quote, I could. I could see perpetual and future growth. I don't know what perpetual means because the last time I checked, that word means like continuing. So continuing in what? Like not. So you get to 100. For, yeah. You're not going to perpetually expand, but yeah, you're saying you could see it happen more than once in the future. He uses the word I a lot. Yeah, he does. Well, when he was asked, well, do you see this? Yes, I do. I guess I, that I makes know sense. That, but I think he, we all know he's not making the decisions. Well, he's working for the schools. He'll do whatever the hell the school chancellors and presidents tell him to do. That's he, fair. He's not the one shaping the Big Ten's agenda. 
I know, but there's been a lot lately I've seen where people are like, this is a new Kevin Warren, because now he's being a lot more direct. Remember, we all, I don't think anybody I have to remind you of this, but in case you've forgotten, when all the COVID stuff was going on and shutting down the season and all that stuff, they'd ask him a direct question and be like, well, some have said in the eons of yore that there were once and yawn things that could be of football knowledge and resources i have i have a cut from kevin warren right during that time where it was just gobbledygook made no sense i personally believe that u.s americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have that Mm -hmm. that's it that's exactly what he said that's also adam king's girlfriend right there (laughs) good for her let her live all I know is now he is saying like they that's a direct question. Could you see expanding? He goes, yeah, I could see that. See us doing that again. And then he said there's going to be a lot of disruption and that's OK. We need to embrace it if we want to make sure that we continually build college athletics in a position where it's here 100 and 200 years from now. Well, that's great. Let's work on society being here 200 years. Well, from now. Fair, fair enough. Also, in other news, the Big Ten has released its schedule for the 21-22 season. Hey, that's 20. 20- we got to get the directional schools on the schedule. <laughs> right. we, hey, we're sorry. We don't have any room to do a ninth or tenth uh, game conference game. We can't do that because we've just got too many games already planned out. Uh, so he said he could also foresee a future in which Big Ten athletes are paid. Uh, he said those are things we have to resolve. We have to. I want to be a part of this conversation. We will be part of this conversation of what we can do to make this better. So there's there's the whole thing's going to air next Tuesday on HBO at 11 p.m. if you want to watch this for yourself. But he basically said, like, I believe we can share revenue with the players in some capacity, even though he didn't say, and here's the model and here's how much it'll be. They're not getting to that point yet, but... He sees the writing on the wall, to, or whoever's opinions Whoever he's does. taking on there, right? Whoever's hand is up his ass. They all understand, everybody who runs these big-time universities at this point, at least from the president's level, they're not going to win this fight when they look at it broadly, right? You might win it with college football fans and say, no, we're not paying players. This is about tradition. This is about college sports amateurism. And then the people who run the schools are like, guys, you know that like every other student here is able to go get a job, right? I mean, this makes no sense. They can't go to their wealthy donors who donate to the universities and say, yeah, we're going to keep using the labor from these players and not giving them the money that they generate from TV contracts. That's not going to fly with academia. So maybe the athletic directors aren't all on board, but the presidents of the universities who Kevin Warren answers to, they're on board and they get it. When's the show airing? Uh, Tuesday at 11 p.m. on HBO. All right, it is called Smug Bastard with Bryant Gumbel. <laughs> that's right. Is that the new season? Is that that's, also that's what it's called? That's also now. part of Game of Thrones now. Bryant Gumbel right. is in Game of Thrones. House of Dragons. And House, then yes. Bruce Lee comes out. <laughs> that's not House of Dragons. <laughs> it should be. That's right. That would be good if we just introduced him randomly into the Game of Thrones universe. Like CGI him in there. That's awesome. There is a Tom Brady conspiracy theory out there. We'll discuss it coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Still watching an accident causing some backups on 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. It is blocking the right side. Passable with care, but caution is advised in the meantime. We'll also find some slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. It's grilling season at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on Jumbo's 16-20 count Easy Peel Raw Shrimp. Just $4.99 a pound with digital coupon. Now through August 23rd. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Let me tell you something. Join Matt Andrews and Tyvis Powell under the lights for the fans' high school football game of the week. Coverage of this week's matchup, Hilliard-Bradley at Olentangy Berlin starts tonight at 6.30. And after the game, stay tuned for high school football overtime featuring scores and recaps. Then when you get home, catch highlights from games around Central Ohio on 1st and 10, Friday nights at 11.15 on 10 TV. And maybe when you turn on your TV tonight and you see Dom Tiberi on your TV... Mm-hmm. He'll have clothes on. Why does he not because have clothes on I now? I just walked outside during the break. All the first thing I saw was a shirtless Dom Tiberi. Well, he's got to probably shoot some other thing. He's got to have a different shirt on because sometimes, I mean, this is the magic of television. We're ruining for you, but you know, occasionally guys on TV are not live. They are no, recorded. I, I, I understand that, but there's an age that you get to. Dom is clearly there. I'm not there yet. Where, you know, you go to like the health club or the gym or something. Oh, you don't care. And it's just, always it's all the, out there. the old guys that just, here's my dong. Well, they're naked. Take yeah, a look at it. They're if like, I'm changing. Right. I don't care. You can look. I mean, I if I have to change my shirt, I'll go in the bathroom. I'll, you know, make sure no one sees me. He doesn't care. He just takes it right off. Well, that's, I guess that's what you got to do I, at some I, point. Maybe I he's in a hurry. to get there. Maybe he's in a hurry. No, he just didn't care. I've gotten to this point, though, I will say, in, in defense of Dom. Because, uh, like, you know, I go on some walks now, go out and do some, like, health and little exercise, try you to get out there. take it all off? No, but what I'll do sometimes, because I don't want to sit in a sweaty shirt, like, if I drive to a park where I go for, like, a nice walk, I'm talking, like, I'll walk for an hour, I'll walk three miles, up and down some hills, and three then... Three miles must be nice. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's not very, that's not very fast, by the way. It's very slow. But I will do that, and then... I'll get to the parking lot, and assuming it's not like a bunch of people there, I have a shirt to change into. I will just take off the old sweaty shirt, put on the nice shirt, get in the car, and then get the AC going, and there, away we go. Like, I'll do that, but usually I look not around and like make sure there's no kids, one there. Kids there. No, no, God, no. Hey, it's Uncle Bone. No. no one needs, I take my shirt off? No one needs to see my flab. I'm just saying, I've gotten to that point where I will occasionally like do that if it's just real quick. 30 seconds or less, get it out, get it over with. You don't even care who sees your uh, Aryan Nation tattoos when you take your shirt off. Oh my God. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Good call. Those are my tattoos I have. Yeah, You're exactly right. Fine. You're the only one who has a mystery <laughs> tattoo around here, buddy. Not me. 
Anybody can see. Here's mine. Mine's right there. Fan TV. Go look at it. I just smacked my skin. We don't know where yours is. We don't know what's on, on your my, body. It's on my shoulder. And you don't ever tell anybody what it is. It's, no one knows what it means. Mystery. It is a mystery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Methinks you doth protest too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> the Aryan Nation would kick me out. Probably. I look too I don't ethnic. Know. I don't know. Yeah, come I'll on. They never let it. me in. Not Sounds that I would want to be <laughs> well, in. You right. know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. I can't help it that I'm bald. All right, it's you're not, the one who. No, it's not you that always you're say bald. that I look like There's that because I'm bald. People, you have a quality to you. I do. You've got a Why? Hitler Youth quality Why? to you. No, I, how? I'm not I'm, saying you are that way. I'm but when I first met, when I first met you, I thought, well, I got this guy Peg. Oh boy. Then you started talking about soccer, and it's like, well, I, I may have been wrong. And then I got to know you a little bit and more. And you realized you were very wrong. And I realized I was very wrong. But right. when I first met you, I thought, oh, this guy, I know who he's hanging out with. <laughs> no, you don't, apparently. Good, good, by the way, that we're not actually right on that. I'm glad you were wrong. One of your few times where your first instinct was wrong. You are in the Proud Boys, though. No. <laughs> I did have January 6th off. I didn't mention that, did I? Okay. All right. I'm kidding. No. Ah. All right, I'm going to go sleep on my pillow now. Excuse me. I got to go take a nap. They are very comfortable. Or so I've been told. All right. I'm just keeping those documents safe. Tom Brady. In my own house. Conspiracy theory. He's away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nobody knows when he's going to be back. This is all extremely weird. And now you're telling me that the reason why he's gone... Well, you're not telling me this. Other people are telling me this. There's a a theory. It's because he is secretly on the masked singer. Yes. This, okay. And I. This is stupid. When I first heard this, I thought, because I just saw it in a couple tweets, people were like, Tom Brady's absent from the Bucks because of the masked singer. And I said, no way. No way is right. You should have stopped reading. Okay. But here's the thing Todd Bowles was asked about Tom Brady when he's going to be back to camp. And he said, uh, it's he's just off dealing with some personal things. That's what they said. That's what Todd Bowles said. Okay. So this Reddit user has now gone on. Uh, this was Cannon Fire 17. Who po- no, Cannon Fire, I'm sorry. 17 hours ago is when this was posted. Said that all of this is clearly speculation. Good. Glad we get that out of the way on Reddit first. Said interesting factoid number one. In May 2022, Brady signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox. What channel does the mass singer air on? You guessed it. It airs on Fox. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Buck previously aired or appeared on the mass singer when he was working for Fox in season seven. So there's a precedent for an NFL color commentator or host to be yeah, you're on right. Fox. Joe Buck in the off season doing the mass singer. The same thing as okay. Tom Brady right. leaving training camp to go do the mass singer. Well, Got it. this guy then Googled masked singer filming dates and he found a site where they will tell you hey would you like to be in the audience for upcoming filmings of the masked singer among many other shows i'm sure so here are the dates listed that you could be in the audience for the masked singer tapings of this season's episodes july 24th through 29th august 2nd through the 9th and august 12th through the 20th which we are currently in now well Buck started training camp on July 27th. Brady was there through August 10th. So he wasn't at July 24th, 29th, or August 2nd through the 9th. But turns out you're not on every episode of The Masked Singer if you're on The Masked Singer. Uh, They're saying that you're only on maybe three episodes. So he points out 
Maybe they're filming the three episodes Tom Brady is on through August 12th through the 20th. And then you start to look at when he took his leave of absence. He missed practice on Thursday, August 11th, and is not going to be back until at least the 20th, which is tomorrow when they play the Titans, and he's already been ruled out of that game. So that's where the theory starts to gain a little bit of legs. Doesn't gain any legs. Yes, it does. It makes total sense. Tom Uh, Brady committed to this when he was retired, and he said, yeah, I'll do it because I'm not going to be playing football. I can definitely be on the Masked Singer. And then they said, well, actually, now you are going to be playing football, so what are you going to do? He said, well, how about uh, preseason? I don't need that. I'm Tom Brady. I've won a million Super Bowls. Who cares if I show up to the preseason or not? I know what I'm doing. So he's gone now. Yeah, it sounds you've you've convinced me. It's it. What song is he going to sing on the Masked Singer? You got me. I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe he'll. That's probably right. That'll be actually appropriate. He'll rickroll us into thinking he's not on the Masked Singer. And then he is. Has he been spotted out in the wild at all during his absence? Tom Brady? Yeah. No. He gone. I'm telling you that's what it is. Okay. He's he's right all now. Right, you convince me. He's on a soundstage. Who's the judge on uh, Masked Singer? Have you ever watched that? No. Bodie, have you ever watched The Masked Singer? Do you have any idea? So I've never watched it, but I'm pretty sure, is it like Ken Jong? If Ken I'm Jong saying was that right? on there? Yeah. I think he was on there. I think that's right. Yeah. I have okay. no, uh, no clue. Right now he's hanging out with else. Ken Jong, and they're re- reenacting some of the best scenes from The Hangover. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. The Live Golfers just got an important history lesson about the U.S. legal system. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-70 westbound after Route 315. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area as they get things clear. Please be cautious over here in the meantime. You'll also find an accident on 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll, benefits, and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I have not even told you that is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Joey Votto had his shoulder surgery today, torn rotator cuff. Here is what they say about it. Joey this morning had successful successful surgery to repair his left rotator cuff and bicep. The surgery was a little more than expected. Mm. The injury definitely limited to, limited the use of his left shoulder and affected his performance, but we expect he'll be able to participate in spring training and be ready for the 2023 season. Yeah, All that's... Right. That's uh let's hope for the best for Joey Votto. He he deserves to have at least another year where he can play at a you know, I guess a I don't know if a high level is the right term there, but you know what I mean, like whatever his arc should be as a player of his age at this point in his career, 
I'd hate to see that get derailed by a significant injury where he barely gets to play next year or yeah. has such a massive rehab. It'll be it, nice for yeah. him to finish up not on a dumpster fire garbage team, too. Well, but we'll see hope. how that goes. Yeah, that's a whole other story, of course. Uh, live golfers are suing the PGA Tour. Antitrust saying, hey, how come we can't play in your big tournaments? So we'll go before a judge. The trial date has been set for January of 2024. Mm, that's going to be... All right. <laughs> that'll get things done. I'll get things moving and shaking. 24. Now, does that... that trial will start. I wonder if that allows them. I mean, because again, so far, no major tournaments have blocked them out, right? Not this year, but next year they will. Okay. Because I think, well, what I would think may happen then is that a judge might be compelled, might, to say, and since we can't get a trial before January 2024, we'll put an injunction in play. Like, I'm sure the players, the live players will ask and say, can we get an injunction on whatever they're doing to us until you rule? Well, they just lost their last injunction, though, didn't they? Yeah, that's, was it? Was it that's three, true. You're three right. of them sued because they wanted to play in the BMW Championship. This is why Ted needs to be here for this crap. Yeah, he probably knows. Selfish Ted. All I know on is, vacation. I, I would wonder if they're saying like, yeah, like let's say the Masters comes out and says, we're not letting you play. And then they say, well, this is literally what we're suing about. Are we going to be able to be allowed to play? I wonder what a judge would say to that. Because, I mean, their argument would be at least somewhat sound until you realize they made a choice to leave, right? I mean, at... at yeah, no one's preventing you from earning yes. your living. Go ahead. You don't have to take the live money. You can come back with the PGA. I don't understand. I think it is the height of arrogance somewhat from these golfers to say, are you telling me golf's exclusive? Get out of here. I haven't heard of that. I don't think that's right. Well, that's been golf, man. That's what you got into. Unfortunately, that's the history of golf is it's very exclusive. That's non-inclusive. So now yeah, you're experiencing that and you're mad about it. Fine, that might be wrong in a court of law down the road. I kind of doubt it. But you signed up to bring all of this on yourself. Hey, Bone? Yes, man. Sports media deals are lucrative. Here's another example of that. The Champions League soccer is staying with CBS to the tune of $250 million per year. Yeah, six-year deal. Six-year deal that uh, will... I mean, that's still a pretty significant deal. It's not nearly the amounts we're talking about for, like, the Big Ten media no, deal. Of course not. We're we're talking about a few games a year, and we're talking about games that are played in the morning or in the afternoon during the week. Right. I think that's kind of the big story on this for those that you know are looking at it and saying, well, that's not the same as all these other leagues are getting. Right, but this is a league that does not involve any U.S. teams. The games are played typically. Now there's finals that are played on the weekend, but by and large, these games are played on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And they're played, like you said, either at During noon, the day. noon or 3 p.m. Our t- Eastern time, earlier if you're on the West Coast. That's definitely not a time where you're going to get the biggest viewership. Yet they still draw millions of viewers in because you can watch it online or people just take off work to watch it, whatever. But yeah, I, I think that's a pretty significant deal there. <laughs> they're getting a quarter of a billion dollars per year for games that only take place once every so often. They're not every week. They're not regular they are some of the biggest games in soccer, though. They are huge draws for people who follow the sport like I do. $250 million a year. Let them live. Amazon was uh, competing, right? Yeah, Amazon wanted it. Paramount got to keep it. They already have it now. Like, that wouldn't have affected anything for this year. I think it would have been years going forward that this would have been uh, changed. But, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't want to keep hammering on this, but this is why the Paramount deal is why I'm not going to be shocked or dismayed or clutching the pearls when they put an Ohio State football game on Peacock, right? Or when they put like these NFL games that are going on Amazon. Like I'm used to that. As a soccer fan, I've been watching Peacock. I've been on Paramount. I've like I've had to do that because they put some of the biggest games that I want to watch on those networks and they make you break down and pay it. And by the way, if they do that with Ohio State football, do you know what Peacock charges right now? I think per month it's like five bucks. Maybe it'll be ten by the time that happens. Pay a one-time fee, $10 to watch your Ohio State Buckeyes. And then you can have that for a month, cancel it afterwards if you don't like it. But my, my point is, as much as that would suck, a lot of people will do that, and they will get over that hump because they find something they love. For me, soccer was a thing that got me onto some of those apps early because soccer's not as popular as those other sports. So I had to go chase it down. Now I'm used to it. It's easy to use. And other other sports will eventually bring more people onto those apps. All right, allow me two minutes for something unpleasant. We like to have fun on this show, but you know, once in a while something comes up, whether it's the Deshaun Watson crap or something like this that aggravates me, where we have to sort of dip our toe, dip mm-hmm. our toe into the, the adult swim portion of the pool. Okay. Marcelo Zuna for the Braves just got popped for a DUI. And, you know, when he's not choking his wife, he's out driving drunk. Mm. Not a not a not a great example. This is not a good guy. Okay, he's been suspended 20 games by Major League Baseball for abusing his wife. Those charges were dropped, so of course, I guess he's innocent, right? Yeah, he's innocent. I'm, I'm, go ahead and defend him if you want to. Well, whatever, whatever. So this is a guy with a history. Got a DUI. And I'm re- reading this article today about how there is no rule in place to punish a Major League Baseball player who gets a DUI. And there's really no rule in place to punish an NFL player that gets a DUI. It's up to the discretion of the league. There have been plenty of guys who get popped for Dewey, and then nothing happens to them. I don't understand how this is still the case in 2020, where you could just go out there loaded, and because you were lucky enough not to crash into someone or injure somebody else, you don't even... If the action's the same, you're just as drunk... But unfortunately, the luck wasn't with you or this other person that night, and you seriously injure or kill someone, then there'd be an uproar. But there's no uproar for just a regular, everyday Dewey, especially in Major League Baseball, where you had a Major League Baseball player, Nick Aidenhart. Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember the name. He pitched for the Angels. He was a young 22-year-old guy. I think he made one start. And as his career was just getting started, he was hit and killed by a drunk driver. Well, we've seen it in pro sports in the last couple of years, right? Henry Ruggs. Remember that situation with the Raiders? Their rookie oh, wide receiver who killed terrible. someone. No, just terrible. Yeah, going 140, 150, whatever it was, like a ridiculous amount of speed beyond even it ridiculous amount of speed. This person was still alive yeah. and died in the fire. Yeah, because he hit their parked car or stopped car or slowed down car, whatever it was, so hard because he was going so fast. But is that the result that we need? Well, to start making a statement saying this is not okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that situation was so, you know, the speed was 150 miles an hour and, and someone died and it was terrible. And he obviously immediately, everyone said, well, that guy's career's over. He'll go to jail forever. This is, this is awful. This is tragic. Uh, bad. This guy made a horrible decision. He's going to live it the rest of his life. But we only are saying that a lot of times because 
that guy killed someone never minding the fact that there are a lot of athletes like Marcelo Zuna who do the same thing but don't get the the consequences don't end up being as dire thankfully they didn't he didn't get into some kind of accident he didn't kill himself or someone else as a result of that and he may even avoid jail time or or there's nothing. Like, well, there like was, there his, was a Blue Jays coach that got popped for DU during DUI during spring training this year. You know what he got? I don't even know. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Nothing. I mean, the, to me, there's got to be some level of accountability. And if you say like, well, hey man, anybody could get popped for DUI. It's you know, yeah, you're right. It's a it's a thing that everyone has to be vigilant of if you like to drink and then you think it's okay to get in a car. It's not. You have we have better ways to deal with that now than we ever have it's never been easier ride sharing name your name your thing there's so many services come pick you up take you home all that stuff for a for a pro athlete it's ridiculously easy for them to have someone anyone get them home discreetly without anyone knowing without even your coaches or managers or gms or your whoever you call your agent and say man i'm out i need to get home he will fly there and drive you home if he has to. Anyone will come and get you that is a vested interest in you because they don't want to see this happen. So I don't I don't buy the excuse that we can't crack down on this for pro athletes. They should be held to a higher standard. And why? Because a lot of times you have guys who are able to maybe drink a little bit more. They're pro athletes, right? They're probably used to being the biggest, best at anything they do. And you're not just driving... Not that it makes it better, right? You're driving cars that can go 160, 170, 180. You've got sports cars in play here where if you're not on it for two seconds, you can really mess something up even more so than the normal person can. You have to hammer guys for this. I agree with you on that. And it's not just because he's a Braves player. He, what does that have to do? That's nothing to do yeah, with it. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Braves. I don't Doesn't like matter. the Braves, Who but cares? that's. I'm just want to be clear. Like I'd say this about a Mets player, about a... Guardians player, Reds player, doesn't matter. Like You can't be doing this. This is a big problem. Scott Frost says it's good that his players are swimming in vomit. This is a real story that we'll do coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an accident still causing some slowdowns on 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. Still working to get this one clear from the roadway. And an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from I-70 westbound after Route 315, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into autumn hiring with Indeed. Their all-in-one solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now, at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. 
Uh, reports say the Lakers are willing to trade two first-round picks for Kyrie. Of course, LeBron just signed his large deal. Extension yeah. was it two years, 90-something million dollars. Mm-hmm. Let him live. Yeah. At this point for the Lakers, they're just saying draft picks don't matter. We've got a few more years with LeBron. Not that LeBron is at his peak powers anymore. He's still great. But they're basically saying, let's get anyone that LeBron wants to play with on this team. Now, trading two first-round picks for a guy who has injury problems, chemistry problems, and just in general, I just feel like today I don't want to play basketball problems. Like, all those aside, Kyrie is a tremendous player on the court, but I don't know that it makes any sense to trade anything for him at this point because you don't know what you're getting with him day to day, let alone season to season. So you want to give up two first for that? Go right ahead. But that's not what I would do. Big baseball series starting tonight. Guardians and White Sox up in the land. Twins are a game back. White Sox are two and a half games back. This is a huge series starting tonight. Not a huge series. Reds in Pittsburgh if you just want to drink and laugh. Scott Frost, speaking of drinking and laughing, Hmm. he is Nebraska's head coach. Uh, the apologists will tell you that they're in a lot of these games. They just don't seem to win them. Best three-win team we've ever seen, Mike. Sure, whatever. I mean, that should speak to the ineptitude of the head coach, that he's in these close games and still can't find a way to pull them out. But that's all right. He has a new quarterback this year. What's his name? The uh, the transfer from I Texas? I the guy from Texas. I don't know off the top of my head. Bodie? Casey Thompson. That's right. Casey Thompson. Started mm-hmm. 10 games for Texas last season. Sucked there. But now he's going to come to Nebraska. He's not going to suck, I guess, in Nebraska. Great. Right. He'll be there. But you were telling me a story that uh, Scott Frost is very proud that all of his players are puking. Yeah. So he was on his radio show, or I guess did a radio appearance on whatever local station there that covers the team. So he was talking about their new offensive line coach, Donovan Riola. And Frost said that he's coaching the position intensely. Frost estimated that there are 15 to 20 vomits every practice from the offensive line. Just that position. Yes. He said it's not because they're not in shape. He's just working them hard. Talking about their coach, Donovan Raiola. I think they love it. He's kind of, I I think, I think they love it. Yeah, I agree. He's kind of freed them up to be aggressive and I love the way they're coming off the ball. So sure. When they're not slipping in their own puke, you're right. They're probably just flying off the ball. Look, I understand that this is intense, and sometimes it does happen because they're training in August, and I'm sure in Lincoln, Nebraska, much like everywhere. Well, yeah, it's it hot and humid. Sweltering, I'm I sure. get it. I'm you know I hope these guys are staying hydrated because we've unfortunately seen what can happen. Right, I mean, that's no joke there. But I don't know if that's a like a stamp of approval where you got one position group puking 20 times in one practice every day? Do these guys have any teeth and ammo left? Who's coaching the position? Tracy Gold? What are we doing here? I am quite sure that Scott Frost or anyone who heard that interview would say, oh, man, he's just using hyperbole. He's joking around. Okay, he's still saying guys are puking. On one position group, they're puking repeatedly every day. Does that... I'm no hydration expert, but usually when you vomit, what's the first thing they tell you? Like, oh man, make sure you get some fluids because you lose fluids when you vomit, you have diarrhea, yeah, anything I, like that. I hope they're keeping you, hydrated, man. You can man. get dehydrated That's very quickly. Important. We've seen, we have seen football 
programs. And like you mentioned, we've seen people die due to lack of hydration, but we've also seen that issue like at Iowa that we bring up often, the the like 20 guys, 15 guys, whatever it was, that got that rhabdomyelosis or something like that, where they worked out so intensely their muscles started releasing like, toxins yeah, in their body. into their body. And they all had to go to, like, they sent more than a dozen guys to the hospital. And it was all about, well, hey, man, coach, just trying to push them really hard. Great. When your body is physically showing some signs that it's being overexerted, perhaps that's not a high five moment for the coaches. Perhaps that's a, whoa, we need to look at what we're doing here. Maybe we are going a little too hard right now. Well, I'm not saying these guys shouldn't work hard. Of course they should. All right, and I I know what goes into getting ready for a college football season. I'm not naive, but a wise man once said, "Sometimes when you fire up crap, all you get is warm crap." These guys can work as hard as they want. Okay, these three star guys on the on the Nebraska offensive line can work as hard as they want, and guess what? Come November, they're still going to be abused by a five star defensive end. We sort of have this mentality sometimes where it's if you work hard enough, you can accomplish anything. No, working hard is important. Right. Also, understanding your limitations, kind of important, too. Well, and I know, like, they're not going to go in there and say, guys, you know, if we play some of the good teams, we're going to get destroyed. I'm not, no, I'm not but, saying that. But, but to your point, this you notion that if they puke a few more times, all right. of a sudden Joey Bosa won't, you know, uh, abuse them in a nationally right. televised game. That's not going to happen. I don't, I don't totally agree with you. I don't agree with this idea that. We just work people to death to try to make this happen. And before you say it, football guy, like I know there are people that are listening to that going, well, you two idiots have never done anything with your lives. You never played any type of sports like that. You don't know what it's like. People are puking all the time. I did play at a very small level, like basketball throughout my childhood and into high school. I puked at practices. I have been there and done that. That's just because you were eating lamb during <laughs> well, <that's> practice. <laughs> Stop <laughs> eating this rack was, of lamb. Was it mint jelly was a bit much. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 human. You've got <laughs> lamb right. coming out of your mouth. I'm just saying, I know it sounds ridiculous, but yeah, I, I have been in like conditioning workouts. I do know what that's like. I have puked after a practice because it was particularly hard. I still think that's a bit different than him saying every practice we've got multiple guys vomiting all over themselves. That that seems bad. And it's not like, oh, everyone on the team is doing it because all the different workouts they're doing, it's just so hot. We're struggling. He wasn't saying it like we've got to throttle things back a little bit, figure out a way to keep guys hydrated. It's really rough out there. It's hot. This conditioning has been intense. He was saying, hey, man. You see our offensive line? They're puking left and right. They're going to be ready for the season. That's not, I don't I don't think that's a high five moment. Like I said, I think that's where I get concerned here is not that they're trying to pull it back and try to find the right way to do it. Uh, it was not a good day for the television reporter for the Los Angeles Dodgers broadcast. What's this dude's name? David Vosslich? All right. Vosslich. Sure. Uh, he was in Milwaukee. You know how they have these guys. Hey, let's go down to so-and-so yes, on the doing... field who's got a nugget for something. Right. Like, they do that on Guardians broadcast. Like, Andre Knott has right. been that guy from time to time. He talks to, like, the new the new player's mom who's at the game for his debut or something like that. That's who this guy is. So, they were, uh, they were in Milwaukee. And, you know, when they hit a home run in Milwaukee, the mascot... Is it Bernie the Brewer? I think that's right. He slides down the little slide mm -hmm. they have in the outfield. Yeah. And they had this Dodger reporter. who was like, hey, guys, I'm going to slide down the slide. Wow, wow. 
So he slid down the slide the so, first time. Nothing happened. Oh, he it did it fine. more than he did it more yes. than once. Yeah, the first time was fine. Then the second time he slid down the slide, they hear him yelling "Holy crap!" as well, he uh, broke his arm and broke six ribs. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video of this, he's sitting down at the on the on the slide, and as he starts going out, he's like "Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap!" And yeah, I mean, he's going fast, and it's. You can look right over the wall. Obviously, it's pretty high up. But then when he hits the the bottom level, there's a there's a wall there and there's padding. But some he like I don't know he like launched himself into the wall accidentally. I'm quite sure. But his arm gets pinned behind him, and that's then he immediately like starts rolling over and grabbing his arm and grabbing his ribs and like pinching them. And yeah, he hurt himself badly. The video cuts out and the two guys in the booth are kind of like, well, well, let's go down and see how he's doing now. Cause this was earlier in the day and he's standing there with his arm in a cast and goes, hi guys. And he's, he's completely in traction. Well, they were laughing at him. It was uh, Joe Davis. Who's the new major yes. league baseball voice for Fox. He does Dodgers mm-hmm. games and Nomar Garcia para. Yeah, and they're having, and they were just having a good. They were time trying with this. to stifle their laughter at first, and then afterwards, when he shows up, he's like, "Hi guys," they just lose it. Which rifle? I mean, who wouldn't laugh at their coworker in that situation? Because he asked, he, they said he was begging to do this, and then unfortunately for him, it didn't work out well. The F one race in Vegas already shaping up to be utterly ridiculous. We'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions on 270 southbound at East Broad Street. An injury crash has been moved to the right side of the ramp lanes to East Broad Street, but ODOT crews remain on scene. Please be very careful over here. Plan on some heavy stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on Haas Avocados just due for a dollar now August 23rd. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the week. It's coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Texas Longhorn fans were all concerned. There was a message board sort of rumor that was starting that Hudson Card was going to win the starting quarterback job from Quinn Ewers. Hmm. And that Sark was going to go with Hudson Card. And they they were not happy with this. What a disaster this is for Quinn Ewers. How embarrassing this is. Blah, blah, blah. Well, today... Uh, Sark came out and said Quinn Ewers is the starting quarterback, so that has been named. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal for him. Obviously, I would think you make that huge switch where everyone saw that whole situation of reclassifying, coming here, didn't obviously get to play. No, I, no one should have thought he would, but then he transfers out. You're not transferring out unless you think you've got a chance to go win the job. I assume so. That gamble, I guess, at least initially, has paid off for him in that he got the starting nod. He's got now, a year. 
Yeah, now we'll see what he does with it. it. Because then Arch Manning comes in next year, and I I think it's it's the same situation like you had here with C.J. Stroud, where C.J. Stroud comes in, he's awesome, he can't go to the league. No one's taken that job away from him. And as much hype as Arch Manning has around him with the lineage and all that crap, if Quinn Ewers goes out and he's awesome and Texas is back, Arch Manning's not playing. Arch Manning, no way. You, know, you know what? Arch Manning's not going to Texas. That's what's happened, right? Like, well, could I, be, or he's just going to be content to sit back and learn and then take well, over as a sophomore. My point is, I bet you, and I don't know what Quinn Ewers is thinking or any of that stuff. I'm just saying, in general, I would guess a lot of players, whatever position they play, they come in as freshmen or as young players, they go to this school, and they get the chance to start and play at a young point in their career. They probably look at the guys when they sign. They probably help recruit some of the guys. And they, you know, they say, yeah, man, you should come here. It would be great if you come here. But probably in the back of their head, they're thinking, but you're not taking my spot. (laughs) You transfer before you're taking my spot. Like, I'm going to make you transfer or I'm going to make you sit the bench. They look at that competition, I'm quite sure, a lot of the players, and realize what's at stake if they don't take care of business and show up early and often, right? So I'm guessing, especially at a position like quarterback, at a place like Texas, with the guy who has all the hype that Quinn Ewers has had, he knows that hype train has now, it's arrived. But it will leave the station the second Arch Manning shows up, and it will all be in his court. Everyone will be over there waiting to see what that train can do. So you got you to gotta take advantage of the opportunity now, and you got to show that you're the guy. Formula One is coming to Vegas. And as we knew when they first announced this race, it was going to be crazy. You know, they're bending over backwards to accommodate Vegas because they want to be there. You know, 99% of the time, their race time is Sunday afternoon. But yeah. they said, no, we're going to do Saturday night on the strip in Vegas, street race. Okay. That was sort of surprise number one. Not surprisingly, these tickets are going to go for a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, they are saying right now the Vegas F1 race they're expecting it to go plenty of retail packages for hotel rooms and you know casino passes and all the other kinds of things they can add on to this plus your tickets to the race all that combined they're saying there will be many of these packages that will go north of a hundred thousand dollars for one for that race not surprising no i don't think so either well i said at the time because i would love to go to an f1 race i've always thought that would be a lot of fun because I've been to plenty of auto races. Formula One's not one I've checked off my list yet. But when I saw this race come up, a lot of my buddies who are racing fans were like, oh man, Vegas, Formula One race, that would be sick. I would love to go to that. And my first thought was, I wouldn't. Good luck with all that. Because you're not going to get the hardcore racing fans who are going to show up to that. Not that any F1 event does. You are going to get all the looky lose who've got millions of dollars and the means to splash the cash. They want to be seen there. Just like you have in Miami too, right? I, I I would not want to go near this for the first few years because I know I if I could get a ticket anywhere, I'd be stuffed in some corner where you can't see anything, be a miserable view, terrible room. No, like the high rollers are all going to be attracted to this. My hope was with that happening in Vegas and the Miami one still happening in the U.S., Maybe people leave the Austin race alone and maybe I could get reasonable tickets at the Austin race because that'll be like chopped liver compared to the other two. And then I'll go and have a good time there. The American races are always going to be a tough ticket, but you're right. The Austin venue 
is a venue made for racing. It's a racetrack. Right. Unlike so, these other two courses, which are in major yeah, cities. They're, they're used to accommodating people. Even in Miami, they were able to build something out. Well, and they put, where do they put that one? They put it right by the stadium. Why? Because they can handle 70,000 people well, right, coming that, to the Hard Rock Stadium around there. They've got some parking around that, even though the, the track was on part of the, the parking lot. They, they know how to get traffic in and out of that area. It made a little more sense to do it there. I don't know how they're going to do it on the strip. Oh, I, I have I don't no know what the capacity is going to be for spectators. I'm telling you, man, that's going to mess up for like a solid month. If you want to go to Vegas, it's going to be a headache. Because they're going to have to build all the track. They're going to have to put all the barricades up. They're going to put fences up. And if you're literally racing these cars on the strip, which I believe is where the track is supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, you'll be able to walk around there fine. But if you don't like construction when you go to your nice, you want to go to Vegas, you want to go see the fountains, you want to go see this stuff. They're going to want the fountains in the shot for the F1 race. That means your view of the fountains the month before and after is going to suck if you're going to Vegas around that time. We were playing sports themes on yesterday's program because some Big Ten fans, not me, are upset that CBS is using the same music that they've used for the SEC games to promote Big Ten football. I don't need a new theme. I like their theme on CBS. So we played you some of our favorite themes. And then this morning, I walk in here. What's the first thing I see in my email box? Amazon has released their new theme song for their Thursday Night Football package. I have it here. Would you like it? I'd love to hear Please it. Please say yes. I like the big, epic-sounding themes. Like, it's good to have, like, all my rowdy friends for Monday night. That's fine. I don't much care for the Sunday night theme. But I love themes like this, where it's like it's you're in some sort of epic gladiator movie and you're fighting to the death. I saw some people saying, because if you listen to this music, it has a it has a little bit of a college feel. Like, if yeah, you turn this part up a little bit. Like, there's a little bit of a, a drumline cadence going on. I, I like it. Right. And some people said, oh, it sounds a little too college. But I'm with you. I kind of think it merges everything together of you like football, you like whether it's high school, college, or pro, and it's got this epic sound. It I does sound like a marching band a little bit. more like college because I feel like too much with the NFLs, they default to what's pop culture. Right, right. What, right. what celebrity can we get to sing this song? Well, I like the timeless college themes. No, I mean, I, I'm, I sound like I'm gushing a little bit about this theme, but I do feel like it has a good mix of, like, CBS and Fox, they're going for those, the frozen tundra, you know, the NFL yes. films vibe. This is going somewhere in between that and, like, a college band playing. I kind of like that. I think that's not a bad vibe I think to you get. need to work on your voiceover skills. Oh, what this sorry. what this music lends itself to is a dramatic narration. Well, that you know what they're going to do with this, right? Like that's the music you're going to hear as we like see the city in front of us, and they're going to have some. Who's doing the games now? Is it Al it's Michaels? Al Michaels and Herbie. So Al Michaels is going to have storylines. He's got to talk about Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. One of them's going to be your MVP this year. We'll talk with Zach Wilson's mom's book club about how he found his mojo. It's Jags and Jets.
for first place on Thursday Night Football. I was going to say, breaking news? Yeah, that is that is a real game, by <laughs> the way. That's going to happen. In December. I don't know why the hell they picked that game. That's what they're going to do. He's going to have a lot of voiceovers like that. What's the wildest scenario we could come up with for that? Because I think there's... For that game? Well, no, for any game that they're going to have. Like, you have this music. What would be the intro that you would hear and go, Whoa. I didn't expect that to be happening for this Thursday night game. That's not the intro I would expect Bill for this. Bill Belichick had a sex change. Yeah. And he's be- named himself the offensive coordinator, and he's going by the name Betty. There you go. Betty That'll Belichick be and the Patriots take the field next. <laughs> Pete Carroll says it's a freedom he's never experienced before. He doesn't wear pants anymore, and we're on the field live with assless chaps coach next. As the Seahawks host the Niners. Pete Carroll still doesn't know what an in-law is. <laughs> remember that? Do you remember that? When he was with USC? Yeah. They said in-law and he acted like it, he didn't know the a term. term that was like four heads. Um, your wife's parents? Oh, I'd never heard that term. He was like 60 when that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I never heard that Everybody before. forgets he's super old. He doesn't act or no, look super old, old. But yeah, he's like, what is he, 73? He's definitely in 70? his seventies. All right, I don't know. Anyway, I like the th- I like the song. We need I, more yeah, dramatic, collegey type of songs. Degenerate T Bone's up next. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing some slowdowns on 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. Please be cautious as traffic continues to build in this area. We'll also find slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. About a five-minute backup over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports, here on The Fan. Uh, What do I have? I have something for you. I saw something, if you have nothing, that involves uh, your favorite program, Nebraska. What, more vomiting? Well, no, it involves, you know, their game that they're playing, they start week zero next week in Ireland. Against Northwestern. Yes. They that may come up in degenerate T bone pause for effect, um, but the people in Ireland are getting ready for that game. I'm sure and they are. the The Irish Times writer Dave Hannigan has just spent uh, yesterday eviscerating Nebraska. Oh, basically ripping them to shreds and said, if you wanted to bring in a team that epitomizes how college football chews up players and spits them out and doesn't really care about any of their ethics or morals. Well, you couldn't do better than Nebraska. And then goes on to highlight all the years, going back to Scott Frost in college, where Lawrence Phillips 
uh, beat up his girlfriend at the time and wow. all these other horrible things that have gone on wow. since then. I thought they'd just be happy. To, hey, no, Nebraska's here. Yeah. And then and then like look the other way. Wow. They bring up like players that they played, even though they should have been suspended or kicked off the team. And they like he went hard on them in one article going back 30 years destroying Nebraska. If you want to go read it, go find it on your own. It's great. But I'm just telling you, uh, everything's not all happy-go-lucky over there in Ireland with this team coming in. They are, they're no fans of Nebraska, to put it mildly. Degenerate T-Bone, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. It may bite me in the ass, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to put a college football game in this week's edition. More college football next week, of course, when we actually have the week zero slate in front of us just a few days away but i'll tell you right now i feel like the first few weeks of this college football season i am going to relish betting against nebraska and their overhyped overrated coach with their overhyped overrated team the best three win team we've ever seen in college football well we'll find out in this game what do you think the line is for nebraska against northwestern six and a half nebraska's favored by 12 and a half over Northwestern. Northwestern is quite bad. Northwestern's bad. I don't care how bad they are. They're not. I'm taking the points. All right. And by the way, if you wanted to just go complete upset on this, let's say Northwestern money line, $10 wins you 40 bucks. So let's go. Northwestern pulling the upset. Pat Fitzgerald, he goes over there and gets a win. That's what I say. All right. On to things that are happening this weekend. I've got a few soccer leads for you. Uh, and these are, I'm going to give you three games that I think you could parlay and do all right with. Okay. Go. Every $10 you bet on this parlay, you would win $118 if it hits. Two of these, I think, are no-brainers. The first one is Manchester City, the best offense, the best everything in the league. They have the best roster, bar none. They're playing Newcastle, who's fine, not anywhere close to the caliber of Manchester City. Man City is on the road at Newcastle. I say Man City gets it done. Take them outright to win. That's minus 290. They are the favorites even on the road. Then you have Manchester United and Liverpool. That's Monday, 3 p.m. Three in the piece, I might say. Liverpool has not looked great this year. Manchester United has been an abject dumpster fire. You take Liverpool, even though it is on the road. Liverpool and Manchester City, those are the two easy parts of this three-team parlay. The one I'm going to tell you to step out and take out on a limb, that is Leeds. My guys hosting Chelsea. My former guys. Now, Chelsea... How many guys do you have? Well, every year I pick a new team. Chelsea was your guy? Well, because of Pulisic, and he's oh. still there. Okay. But now Leeds has got like... No, they, but now they've got Jesse Marsh. They're basically Ted Lasso as their head coach. He's great. But do they have Jizz Horncamp? No, they don't have Jizz Horncamp. They did not get him in camp, unfortunately. But they have two other American players who are very good. Leeds has been surprising to start. Now, they are not favored to beat Chelsea. So you do have to pick an upset here. But if they win at home against Chelsea, that's plus 500. But those three together, Liverpool, Man City, Leeds, that $10 wager, if all those hit, that nets you $118 for every $10 you bet. So if you live somewhere where that's allowed, go right ahead and do that. And finally, the crew, they are taking on Atlanta United. Big game here for the crew. They have been struggling throughout this summer. They need to add more points. They need to go out and get three points this weekend. They are hosting Atlanta, 530. 
at lower.com field. Catch all the action right here on the fan or somewhere. Yes, yeah, no, we have it here. All right. So this game, crew are favored minus 125. They need to get this win. I'm going to say they get the job done at home. Atlanta has not been as good as usually they are, although they do have Joseph Martinez, who is their big goal scorer. He's healthy. He's talented. You always have to watch out for him. This crew team, though, I think has way more firepower and should get the job done at home. But if they can beat Atlanta United, that would kind of end their chances, I think, realistically, of making the playoffs. It would also put some distance between the crew and FC Cincinnati prior to the Hell is Real matchup, the rematch coming up next weekend. So, yeah, Columbus needs this game. They know it. They're going to get a good effort. They've had some rest. I say they win 3-1. to one. The crew get it done against Atlanta. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has finally cleared from 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays. You'll also find some traffic is slow on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Bone, yes, it's man. official now. What's official? Uh, Fox has released a press release with its uh, big noon Saturday and college football teams announced. And even though we heard this is going to be the case, now it's official. Urban Meyer is back. Yeah, with Fox, uh, Rob Stone, Brady Quinn, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, and Urban will be together again on the road this fall. Word is, I heard last night he was out grinding away at the tape. He was grinding tape. That's what he was doing. Sorry, I misread that. That was a little tweet that was sent to me. My bad. Go ahead. He is a grinder. I've heard that. Yeah. Likes to grind. Grind the tape. Yeah. Pay attention to like what's happening on the tape. He watches it over and over again. A brand, really new, get in there. a brand new promo featuring the cast of Big Noon Kickoff and the Big Noon Saturday Game Crew debuts tomorrow, Saturday, August 20th, during Fox's Baseball Night in America. Because this is what we do. <laughs> There's an idea, and then we steal it, and we we just hammer it in your head all the time. So you had Hockey Night in Canada. Yep. So we yep. took that, NBC did, and said, well, Football Night in America. Yeah. Now Fox has taken that. And now it's baseball night in America. That's right. Because we have no original ideas. 
I think it would be fun if you just at one point said soccer night in France and it was for a baseball game, but you just said, you know what, let's throw people off because everybody else is doing something, something night in America. Let's just go different country, like have soccer players sitting in France talking about baseball. I'd watch that. Thierry Henry breaks down, I don't know, the Tigers rotation. Great. I'm in. Let's see what oh, happens. Please. That'll be their new idea. Just get now we, have the, we have the Manning people cast, not affiliated right? with the sport breaking it down. So now every other broadcast have to has to have their version of the Manning cast. Well, and some of those have been good, like when they had Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird on the NCAA Women's Tournament. That was funny. They did a good job with that, but it That's was where, uh, very this, very drunky. This came and fun. That yeah. the length of of the, of the cocks is long. Yeah. They had them on the Gamecocks game. That's what that's what they were doing. So of course you're. Talking about the length of a basketball team, and they happen to be named the Gamecocks. It's a game of inches, ask the Cox. <laughs> well, you know what? If they could all be like that, sign me up. Well, no kidding, right? Some of them are good, and then some of them you have a bunch of people who are just trying to look around and be seen. Well, like, we have A-Rod and, and Michael K doing their uh, version I, I of totally the forgot about Manning that. cast on Sunday night for ESPN. So we have that. Uh, they're doing one for Amazon. Is McAfee? Doing one for I Thursday think that's football? right. Yes, I believe you're right on that. So we'll have sleeveless McAfee. Well, we've said for years, before any of this ever was done, and I'm not trying to take credit for everything, but I think we should get at least a little bit of a, a hat tip. Tip! Yep. Just a tip. Like, I, I wish people would acknowledge that years and years ago, we have said at this radio station, while you're listening to the game, you should listen to Paul, for sure, and Jim. They do a great job. But if you would like to hear us acting like idiots during the game. Maybe you could have like a supplemental at halftime. We do like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something where we just pop on and go, Hey, me like ye. And then we get back away and whatever. That's not what we said. Well, what I know we that's not what we said, but I'm just is a supplemental broadcast as the game is going on. Our honest reactions to what we're seeing. Yeah. So if you want play by play, obviously Paul's as good as anyone in the business of doing that. That's where you go for you and I that. said this 10 years ago and then we could be on there. And by the way, this needs to be off of broadcast. It needs to be on sweary land somewhere where we can go swearing and talking. Well, like originally, we, really we were going to put this on the 1460 feed, but, but now, now, now I that. think now I think it has to be on sweary land. Put it on, yeah, put it on a stream on Twitch. 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 Let's get on Twitch and do it. Why not? It's only fans. You get pay us for it. Does somebody have and the right to suck each other's toes? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you think I was going, homie? I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm along for the ride, whatever we're up for <laughs> in 10 years. Why not at this point? All I know is uh, I don't need someone to come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, excuse me, Ohio State already has the rights locked down for Twitch. No, they don't. No, they don't. I'm sure they do. We should be able to get on Twitch Twit? and do whatever we want talking about. Ohio State and Scarlet and Gray and all that, because I'm guaranteeing you they don't have any rights locked down for Twitch. So we should get on there and do that. I don't know what Twitch is. Is that the nudies? No, it's not. That's like uh, Snapchat's the nudies. You know, when when you've seen video... (laughs) Yeah, Snapchat's for the nudes. I don't think it is either. I don't know. Uh, Here's what I do know. When you've seen Kyrie playing a video game and murdering someone on a video game, they'd be like, yeah, by the way, Flat Earth, that's still real. I thought that was TikTok. No, that's Twitch. He's doing like a live stream on Twitch where he's playing a video game and talking. So you can just put like, you'd have to get, we'd have to get the video, right? Get that right. Twitch is fine. No one's going to care. Put it on there and then we'll just talk over it. Great. Let's do it. All right. No, I don't know how to do any of that, but sign me up. Urban is back. 
Yeah. Yeah. Butt cracky massage. <laughs> Back. Common Man and T Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. We spent the first two segments yelling about Jim Abbott. We did. We, and we'll do it again if we have to. I, I don't understand how uh, we don't just have Jim Abbott Day in every town and city across America, somewhere in America, every single day. We learn so much meaningless crap in school that we'll ne- we're never going to need to know. Right? Of course. Periodic table. Who needs to know it? Chemist, maybe. That's, that's fine. But you know what? Odds are you're not going to be one. Right. But you know what we all can appreciate? The history, the life lesson of a one-handed baseball pitcher who won 18 games one season, threw a no-hitter, and he's an American treasure! Yeah, but the problem is not enough people remember Jim Abbott, or if they do, they don't walk around like we all should going, wow, Jim Abbott did all of that and he was great. When you see your friend at the store today, maybe maybe you're shopping for the weekend, you bump into someone you know. Bump into the giant eagle like, oh, hey, how was your first week of school with the kids? Great. Hey, how about that Jim Abbott, man? Right. That That's what you should be, be saying to your friend. That should be the thing when we get on an elevator and it's awkward and it's like a tall elevator where you're in a building that's like 50 floors, right? And you're on there and you're like, well, here we go. Got to hey, make small talk, how which we the, talk about. How about the weather, right? No, not how about the weather. How about that Jim Abbott? And maybe somebody looks at you and says, you mean the baseball pitcher from 35 years ago? Yes, say, yes that's exactly what I mean. That guy. Yeah. He pitched with one hand. How are we not talking about this all the time? Pitched with one hand, first round pick, never pitched in the minors, played for 10 years in Major League Baseball, was third in the Cy Young voting in 91, pitched a no-hitter with the Yankees. Ever heard of him? Right? Like, that's... Mariano Rivera said this guy used to hit bombs in batting practice. He'd go out for fun with his one hand and hit home runs in batting practice. Also, but we don't talk enough about it. Several listeners have reminded me of this, made a cameo on Boy Meets World. Oh, I did not even... I, if I knew that, I did not remember so it. So he's a star of stage and screen. And you know what he does now? He's in Tecumseh now. <laughs> Is he? Causing you to vomit. No, well, I, don't, I don't know. If I vomit enough in Tecumseh, will Scott Frost let me play offensive line? Only if you do it 20 times. I got I to vomit, Scott 20, vomit times. 20 times. He's my kind of guy. No, I just don't like to see violence, even if it's fake blood. I'm just not very good with that. All right, so when you see somebody today, wish them a happy Jim Abbott day. And they'll say, what? And you'll say, yes. Kevin Warren is still acting like he's in control of this chess game and that he's running the Big Ten. He was talking to Bryant Gumbel for I'm an Arrogant Bastard TV with Bryant Gumbel. That's also known as HBO's Real Sports. That too. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're, you're fine. Uh, Brian Gumbel asked him, could you see the Big Ten adding four more teams to get to 20? And Kevin Warren said, I could. I could see perpetual and future growth. Okay, uh, I'm going to translate. Okay, so that ahead. first part. Um, if the presidents let me. Well, yes, but go I, ahead. that tells you that they probably do want to do that. Uh, then he was asked about what about paying players or what about some of these other things we've seen. But paying players specifically came up. And Kevin Warren said, "That's th- th- sorry, there's going to be a lot of disruption. That's okay. We need to embrace it if we want to make sure that we continually build college athletics in a position where it's there 100 and 200 years from now. Okay, the translation is, uh, I don't want to, but we'll have to if we want to keep printing money. Yeah. Uh, then he more specifically addressed the paying players thing. 
Those are the things we have to resolve. We have to. So I want to be a part of this conversation and will be part of this conversation of what we can do to make this better. I read that as the presidents have all said, uh, yeah, we don't really care what the ADs think on this. We know that we can't go to all of our alumni at all of our schools and continually tell them, hey, be proud of our athletics program. You know, the one that brings in millions of dollars, now billions of dollars over a course of years. And we don't give any of that to the players. They're, they're not going to be able to sell that as much as Gene Smith or other people want to tell you, like, all oh, the players get some of that. They do. Have you seen the facilities we have? Look at the showers. They're impressive. Great. That's not a paycheck. And you don't work for nice facilities or a good health care plan. You work there because they pay you a lot of money. These players are saying, and I'm sure they will continue to say, we'd like to get paid. You just announced how many billions of dollars the Big Ten's getting for the TV deal. Pay us some of that. And I don't think that's wrong. It took some of that money this year, and they have an urban hologram oh, over at the what's, Woody. What's going on with the urban hologram? What do they do with that? Butt cracky. <laughs> oh, good. That's I set you up, and that was that was the payoff. Glad I, I'm not saying <laughs> it was on. a good payoff. Come on, Abbott or Costello, whichever one you are. <laughs> not Jim Abbott. Obviously, Jim different Abbott. Abbott. Different excited. Abbott. No, no. Texas Longhorn fans were all nervous. There was a message board report that Hudson Card, who sounds like he was a pitcher for the A's in the 90s, Hudson (laughs) Card won the starting quarterback job over Quinn Ewers, and they were panicking. What does this say? Is Texas really back? Well, Texas may not be back anyway, but Steve Sarkeesian apparently, I don't know if he had enough of the rumor or he just happened to make his decision today because Quinn Ewers was indeed named the starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, I don't think that's a total shock. Now we find out what he can actually do. As an Ohio State fan, I'm interested to watch Quinn Ewers. Not from the, well, man, he could have been here standpoint. Because no, I don't if think he's anyone, awesome, you'll think about it. Well, won't you? but I'm saying there, it's just like with Joe Burrow. In a sense, what I mean is when jo, when that decision was made, right, and Joe Burrow ended up not winning the job here, he then went on to LSU, had a year where he was. So so, mm-hmm. and then had the monster year that made him the number one overall pick and and win a national championship and all those other things, right? But no, I, I think most Ohio State fans were able to stomach that because they said, "Well, yeah, but we we got it. We watched that quarterback battle unfold." If Quinn Ewers goes down to Texas and is ridiculous this year, cool. I don't think C.J. Stroud's not going to also be ridiculous. I think he's going to be really good. I don't think anyone in their right mind would have said we should have made Quinn Ewers the quarterback and ditch C.J. Stroud after what he just did last year. No way. So I'll be curious to see how Quinn Ewers does. I'm also curious to see if Texas can ever not trip over themselves and get out of their own way and actually be successful. But we'll see what Quinn Ewers can do. I I know this, the pressure that's already on him is immense. Next year having Arch Manning coming in, that's got to make the pressure even higher than it normally would be. All right, very quickly, uh, Joey Votto had his shoulder surgery today. They said it was a little bit more intensive than they thought it was going to be, but it went well, and they expect him to be ready to go by spring training. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Japan is trying to get people to drink more booze. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build. And more delays expected on 670 westbound between US-33 and I-70. Plan on some heavy backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Jim Abbott Day. T-Bone's going to tell you about water. That's right, Mike. Maybe you have noticed in your house the water is just not getting the job done and i don't mean like it's not quenching your thirst but you notice it tastes weird maybe you see the spots it leaves after you run the dishwasher and you go why are there all these spots this sucks that's because you've got funk in your water so whether it's the taste you're noticing the spots on the dishes maybe there's a discoloration in the sink or bathtub those are all signs that you've got problem water and you need to get it addressed. I did have a discoloration in the bathtub. Oh, what was that? I just, I crapped in there. Oh, well, don't do that. But this is just for people who don't regularly crap in their bathtubs. So if that's you and you don't do that and you still have the discoloration, the funk in your water is probably the cause and you need to talk to Connecticut. Now, what's weird with water in Columbus is that it can be different house to house, city to city, neighborhood to neighborhood. It can all be different. So you need to have your water tested to find out what products from Connecticut would help it the best. Go to ConnecticutColumbus.com, schedule the free water test, and when you do, tell them you heard me talking about it. But they will come out, they will work with you to get the water salt, and tell you what they can do to fix your water in your house and get the funk out of your water. ConnecticutColumbus.com. The Japanese government has been hit in the pocket by an unusual problem. Its young people aren't drinking enough. Oh, since the pandemic began, bars and other premises selling alcohol have been hit hard by COVID-19 restrictions, causing sales and liquor tax revenues to plummet in the world's third largest economy. Did you know Japan was the third largest economy? I guess I I guess I shouldn't be surprised, I but I did not know crap. that. I did not know that. No, it's such a small landmass. Anyway, uh, the government solution launch a contest to find new ways to encourage young people to drink more. Mm. That's a, the, that, I'm just going to say that sounds problematic. It almost sounds like, how can we get these kids to like cigarettes? Like that's just, it seems like something 40 years from now will go, ah, that was problem. That was, that was not great. The Sake Viva campaign overseen by the National Tax Agency invites participants to submit ideas how to stimulate demand among young people for alcohol through new services, promotional methods, products, designs, even sales techniques using artificial intelligence or the metaverse, according to the official competition website. Um, People are, of course, jumping all over this, saying, how can the government be telling people to drink more? Drinking is bad for you. And I do understand that it is slightly hypocritical, especially for a country that touts their health care and all of that, which Japan does. Sure. However, these are industries that employ thousands of people. And I assume that, you know, not just for the tax revenue, which they would love to have with every sale 
it keeps people employed. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I very much enjoy uh, alcohol of all shapes and sizes. I, I enjoy a beer. I enjoy some wine. I certainly enjoy the liquor, whether that is whiskey, bourbon. I've had sake both warm and cold, and it's delicious either way. I enjoy it. Well, you're helping them. No, I know. I try to, but I'm not in Japan getting it. I'm getting it here. But my point is, I, I enjoy alcohol, but I totally get And I've even seen that with plenty of friends of mine who, not like they had a serious issue with drinking, although some did. I've known friends who just said, yeah, you know what? It just, I spent a lot of money. I never really felt great afterwards. I don't do it anymore. I don't go out. I don't do the bar thing. I, like, I go do other things instead, but I don't do that. And I respect that. If that's where you are, let you live. It seems weird that the government would be like, no, be less healthy or do things that you don't really want to do. I'm all for it. We got to keep this industry going. I say drink more. Well, hey, I'm I'm helping out the cause this on is my like side. The opposite of this country where I, I know that restaurants and bars have taken a hit, but uh, the alcohol business is alive and well going great in this country. People are drinking at home. But in Japan, young people are not drinking. How about this stat? says about 30% of people in their 40s to 60s drink regularly, meaning three days or more per week, compared to just 7.8% of people in their 20s. Young people in Japan are just not drinking. And the other problem is, is that there's not a lot of young people in Japan. They've got a population crisis in Japan because the population is aging, but they're not replenishing it with enough young people to do jobs. Weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you fix that, well, right? Because it's not, that's not Japan something that you fix tomorrow. Japan also has another issue, too, and you would think this would be easy for them to fix. They have zero immigration in Japan. Oh, like well, you just you can't say if you're Nepalese, you can't just say I'm going to apply for a visa and go work in Japan. They won't take you. Yeah, that seems. I mean, it seems like there's there's a lot of problems that seem like they would be solved by just. This one giant solution they just seem unwilling to do and for whatever reason. You know how you reason. solve problems, Bone? What's that? You start drinking. <laughs> I did learn Viva something. Viva sake! I learned something in light of this story that I don't think I told you. Maybe I did. I can't remember. If I did, stop me. But we went to bourbon country this past weekend down in Kentucky. Went to a couple distilleries. And at one of the distilleries, they have made millions of barrels of bourbon. Okay? Like, over the course of their time, since Prohibition... And I noticed that I was looking at the barrels. They have like the end of the barrel mounted on the wall with a big, you know, number on it, you know, millionth barrel sold or, or produced. And this was in 1941. That was a million after prohibition ended in the thirties. So then 41 to like 52, they posted 2 million barrels. So it, it took them roughly 10 years roughly to sell a million, 10 years to sell a million or to, to fill a million barrels, which of course means they were selling it at that clip. Yeah. Clip. Clip. So then. We get to the 80s, and then they got, I forget, whatever, it was 7 million or 6 million, whatever number it was. The next million, they went from 1981 to 2008 before they got to the next million. So not 10 years, over 20 plus years before they got to that next one. Was that because bourbon just sort of went out of style for a while? I was asking that we had a little tour, and I asked the guide, I said, why was there such a huge disparity there? He goes, oh, great question. That's because, uh, like, the boomer generation almost killed bourbon in this country because no one drank it. It was viewed as like, oh, my grandparents drank that. Yeah, my dad yeah. drank that. They probably so they moved didn't want on it. to wine. And, yeah, they moved and on to other things. things. Right. Booze did not go out of fashion, but that did. 
And so it wasn't until the millennials, he said, I didn't make this up. This guy was in his 60s who told me this. He said, literally, the millennials saved bourbon. Without the millennials. So all the avocado toast people, no one wants to work people. Millennials are killing everything from fast food to, I don't know, mass transit to cars to you name it. Millennials suck. Well, if you like bourbon, thank a millennial. Because apparently, according to the bourbon people, we saved it. So good job, millennials. Millennials may, in fact, suck. Well, we may suck. I don't know. But I'm saying that's something we did. We saved bourbon, those of you who are millennials. So congratulations on that. What did you say that I was technically a millennial? You're a you're in. How is that possible though? Because I, like you told me, I think that you're a millennial, an elder elder millennial. I think is the term because I think it goes from eighty to whatever to like ninety nine. But I was born in January of eighty. So you're telling me if I were I, I was born twenty one days earlier, I wouldn't be a millennial. You'd be, you'd be Gen X or Gen Y or something so like that. So that twenty one days. Are you trying to convince me that you and I are of different generations, Mike? No, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand what's happening here because I've been saying that for years, and you yell at me every time. I'm a millennial. I'm firmly millennial. All right. I don't. I, you know what? I don't like labels. Oh, okay. I like to straddle the line. <laughs> I'm they. All right. All right? I'm fine. straddling You're the all line of the ages. I'm all That's of fine. It. Uh, tool of the week is next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 670 westbound before I-70. It is blocking the left lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. Plan on some heavy backups and please use caution over here. About a 10 to 15 minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thin classes. Gusto supports people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. Only an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store. They're moving. A new location will be announced soon. Always open and now with free shipping at ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, Gennaro says, my guys. That's completely wrong. (laughs) My Tool of the Week is me. Here I am in vacation, on vacation in Alaska, and you all decide to finally ship my limited edition red 2022 World Tour t-shirt. I knew I should have stayed home and waited for it. Now my neighbor's going to steal it. Honorable mention, stupid Brad. There you go. Sorry, uh, Yes, you should be getting your shirts. Yeah, uh, you finally. ordered a red shirt from oh, we, our... We custom ordered them. Man and Bone World Tour. Yeah, it took a little bit, but they all, as far as I know, most, if not all of them, got shipped out. Ship. This week, so be looking for that. Uh, Curtis says, my guys. Hey, it's Chops. <laughs> my tool of the week is toy packagers or manufacturers who feel it necessary to have 37 zip ties zip to secure something in place. And it takes 20 minutes to open a damn toy for oh. an impatient four-year-old. Hashtag GTH. I don't understand why he's right. He is 100% like, like, a, right. like a new Barbie? 
Oh, it's ridiculous. It takes you 20 minutes to open it. Well, they've got these like plastic tabs on the back, too, that you've got a, like a metal wire tie thing that goes around each leg, and then there's a plastic cinch on the back of the cardboard that holds it in place better than Fort Knox. And somehow, yeah, eventually I just ripped the cardboard, popped the doll out, a head falls off, it's all terrible. Polly T-shirt says, my guys. She's just got way too much energy, even blew the other dog. <laughs> My tool of the week is the guy in my office building who asked, how long you going to be when I was taking a crap? I'm going to be as long as I need, and it'll be longer now since I froze and stopped all progress That's right. when you walked in and decided to talk to me. GTH tool. The only response when you see someone in the John and you wanted to use that particular you know, stall is just, oh, there's feet there? I leave. Right? Or if there's another stall, you take that one if you feel comfortable, but... No, you don't ask, like, hey, man, how long is you going to... No, that's that's not appropriate. Chet Hanks says, my guys... Because I said it was like that. My tool of the week is T-Bone for not knowing the difference between the N64 and the GOAT of all consoles, the GameCube. How could you forget the mini-discs and the blowing on N64 cartridges to revive them back to health? That's right. You know what, Chet? I'm sorry. I own that. You're right. Uh, what else? With a little love and some tenderness, says. With a little love <coughs> and some tenderness, my guys. You're doing God's work. My tool is man for paying more than zero dollars for a Sega. I restore video game consoles just like that old guy and his pinball machines. I would have sent a console your way had I known. I promise I wash better than the pinball guy, and these consoles won't gouge your floor. Well, how did I know that? What am I going to do? I'm going to go online and just ask for free stuff all the time? Yeah, that's actually what a lot of people do well, now I don't on social like, media. I don't like doing that. All right, well, now you've, you've got, uh, with a little love and some tenderness, now you know his Twitter handle. You can go tweet at him and ask him the next time you want to buy something. Uh, Honey the Queen Bee says, Tool of the Week is my BF, who has gotten me into this MF podcast so much <laughs> Yeah. That I follow you on my NSFW page. What does that mean? Uh, I believe that means not safe for work. Oh, page. okay. Are we not safe for work or is she not safe? I don't know which way this is going, but I'm intrigued. Like TF am I doing mm-hmm. or the a-holes who think 11 games is enough suspension <laughs> time? <laughs> like- I like how that went from like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? This is so stupid. Oh, also, Deshaun Watson sucks. Well done. Uh, Bruce Pearl says, my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. My tool is Scott Frost for bragging to the football world. His players run so much during practice, they throw up at least 15 to 20 times. All of this to go three and nine again. The mark of a true champion. That's right. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag Hardo. Hmm. Hashtag Hardo. Uh, we got some people listening to this show, man. We I do. appreciate it. Yep. Uh, John says, my guys. John. Look at that. Not even Wednesday. No. Bone is the undisputed tool for taking a crap on early Gwen Stefani slash No Doubt. OG No Doubt is up there with Five Iron Frenzy <laughs> and the OC Supertones. That's a reference Mrs. Bone only was I right get. to be mad. That's a reference only I get. How dare you? Sky, your next promo should be a... What, is, what does that mean? I don't know. It's a bunch of emojis. Okay, whatever. Yeah, all I right, that fine. meant something to you. I like... Yeah, those bands are bands I played at my old Christian radio station that were ska bands. So thank you for that, John. All I right. appreciate it. Uh, Meat Sweats 
says my guys. I want me some glory hole. Uh, my tools of the week are both man and bone. When Ted asked favorite slash best female singer, neither of you answered with the only correct answer, Bjork. That's right. What an egregious oversight on our part. I'm so sorry. Um, Urban's Lil Meyer says, my guys. I got bronchitis. Two sweet browns. Mm. My tool of the week is Jeff Rimmer's last name. Trim, trimmer, dim, dimmer. Okay, keep I don't know going, keep experience. going, keep going. Glim, glimmer, slim, slimmer, bum, bummer. Notice a trend? All use two M's. Rimmer should be spelled R-I-M-M-E-R. Otherwise, Rimmer should be pronounced as Rimer or Reamer. Anyone else not notice this? I. You know what? I think on this show, we have to call him Jeff Reamer from here on out. I mean, that only makes sense. What Urban's Little Meyer just said there. Spot on analysis. Uh, Rodney says, my guys. Delusional T-Bone. My tool of the week is Jen Winters. How about that? Oh, wow. She's a Steelers fan, Ohio Bobcats fan, loves Dan Lebitard, hates Lincoln Park and Papa Roach, and doesn't care which way the toilet paper goes on the holder. That is all. Hashtag GTH. I mean, all hey, those things are weird. She's but part of the show now. She's got to take it. She does. I just didn't. I'm going to say the toilet paper thing. That is the most egregious of all those. Good news, Rodney. Monday, your day. <laughs> uh, Steve says, my guys. Common Man and T-Bone are my tools of the week. Man, you and I are getting We're a lot getting of votes all, this hey, week. That's all right. That's fine. Some some weeks we deserve it more than others. While at a meeting at work this week, someone made the mistake of saying the word ship. Without even thinking, <laughs> I let out a loud squeal. Ship! All lies on me. Super awkward. Ship. Hashtag ship. GTH. Hashtag this ship rocks. Um, Dr. Brandon Bauer says, my guys. Dickie the Punchline Donkey. My tool of the week is transverse myelitis. Oh. Spinal cord inflammation that has me hospitalized this week in Cincy. Very treatable means no trip to Cleveland for guards games this weekend. Mom came in clutch and came from Seabus to visit with this, and then he had a picture of must-be-nice beer. Well, get ready. Get get well, my friend. Yeah, sorry to hear that, good doctor. Hope you feel better, and uh, glad Mom came through with the beer, but yeah, please... Get some R and R and take care of yourself there. Let's let's get you all fixed up first. Uh, Clowney says, "My poppies." Some early onions. My tool of the week is podcast common man, who at the end of every podcast scares me with his over the top <laughs> expressive voice, <laughs> thanking me for listening to the whole show. Clowny scared. I'm sorry, Cloudy. And you know what? Uh, I might be tempted to play an example for you, but if you want to hear that example... Maybe even a few segments getting chopped out of the podcast, well, not intentionally. Know. Just listen all the way through the podcast to hear what Clowney's talking about. In fact, if you're listening on a podcast now, you only have a few more minutes to go, so you might as well just plow through it and hear what Clowney's talking about. Uh, I don't know. Pick a winner. Oh, you've, There's a lot of good ones. I'm debating what to do here, because... I mean, I feel for the doctor there with the injury. I feel like he's milking it. I do, well, so there's that. I do want to. I want to say that Honey the Queen Bee came through with some really strong tweets there. But I think I'm going to have to go with your uh, Sega Genesis hookup. Now you've got a you've got a random video game guy who's going to give you free stuff. So no, I don't want free stuff. No, I feel, no, I feel, I feel guilty like, taking free here's stuff. The thing, though. I'm not Rhymer. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, actually, who tweeted that? Who was that? 
Oh, that was Irvin's little Meyer. He, 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 no, he, no, he, he, he went too he can't much. Do He's out of his All right. Mind. I'm giving it to the guy who tweeted about the video games, not because of that, but because he remembered Pinball Guy and his Twitter handle is with a little love and some tenderness. So he wins. Well done. Rise above the water. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I got a couple other new ones on here. What do you got? I didn't know you had new stuff. Well, I got a couple. Hit me with it. I got here's a, here's a Holt man. They got their hands on a lot of balls. Sure. Got that one. Basketball season's coming up. Getting ready for it. Uh, here's Chris Collinsworth. But he's sort of much more erect. <laughs> right. That's a, I don't know if that's, is that good? Good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Sure. But I, mean, I gave you my new chops. I had two play new it again. chops. I missed ones. it. I don't know if I caught no, that one. No, you got it. No, you can play it again. Hey, I don't it's know. chops. That's one. That's not the one I was thinking you were talking about. Did you have another one that I missed? I think you missed the other one. I yeah, here's the, here's the other one. She's just got way too much energy. Even blew the other dog. Yeah, but I definitely missed it the first time. Thanks for playing it again. Glad you did that. I think the dogs were racing. His dog is His one dog of the dogs right. involved in the... Blew the other dog away. In the dog race? In the dog race. I see. Right. Good good job, Chops, taking your dog to the Greyhound track. Well, Chops <laughs> is like l- new Michael Vick. He's got a little <laughs> What, you got a treadmill at home? What's happening here? Chops has been suspended for oh. the entire 22 NFL season. Good job. Uh, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of 670 westbound before I-70. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still bumper to bumper as it recovers in that area. You'll also find some delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Tap those brakes. It's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into autumn hiring with Indeed. Their all-in-one solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top. No, it's not. What is next? It's uh, high school football, right? Uh, what is next? No, I think we have 30-minute Buc- Buc- Buckeye Show. We have 30-minute Buc- 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 Show. Then we get ready for high school football. 6.30 would be here. pregame. I, I don't know. Then after pregame, 7 o'clock kick... Kick with uh, Matty A and Tyvis Powell. Yes, they and, are, then, and then after that, yeah, it's high school football overtime. That's right. The new show we have here, which going is not a new the, show. No, but you know we're going around the state and we're talking to coaches and you know giving you scores and recaps of the biggest games. It's a big night tonight. High school football's back. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I know a lot of uh, the the local towns. A lot of people. This is for your local area like that's the big thing it's like a i don't know like a street fair almost every single weekend where you get everyone comes out you see all the people you know that's kind of we live in marysville it's nice when we go to the football games you see a bunch of people you know and yeah that community building aspect of football i think we all really enjoy so that's yeah, a lot of well, fun if i liked people that would all sound great to me <laughs> but i don't i was just who's leaving hosting the, door the buckeye you. show tonight is it fit off 
Yeah, Come, Tito's there. For a whole half hour. Can he handle it tonight? Two segments of Tito. Does he get paid for that? Unf- yeah, he gets paid for it. What does he get it's paid? The regular show rate? Yes, of course. Why not? He came here. He prepared. No. I don't know what his pre- preparation looks like. I don't know what what he exactly does but i assume he pair he prepares checking off a, a little list that just says be annoying on a yellow legal <laughs> pad is not preparing i don't think people realize the amount of water this man is drinking and good for him let him live but he brings in oh, here ridiculous like i bring a 32 ounce water bottle in that i fill up a couple times a day trying to get the water in he brings something that is at least double that like i, I think he's got a huge jug yeah full of ice usually yeah and it's sweating like crazy, much like me and him. We're both sweating like crazy. All you do is complain about how cold it is in here. No, I just mean because I just that was more of like a heavy reference. Oh, okay. Like we're just the heavier people that that sometimes sweat. That's all I meant. You're right. I am. I'm cold right now. It's freezing in here. I also have a t-shirt that has a bad word on it. Is that okay? I'm going to wear that in here too. I'm going to say you have a, a like a jacket at your desk. I do. Why don't you go get it instead of complaining? Well, I just now felt the cold. Like the last 10 minutes or so, I've started noticing I'm feeling a little chilly, and I figured, okay. well, why go down there and get it at this point? But it is cold. I just all right, half an know. hour Buckeye show, then we have high school football stuff all night long. Lionel Richie. Mm. It's not really all night long. It's it, not? Ends, it ends at like 11 mm. or something, but okay. it's going to seem all like up. all night long. No, I've, it's not. I've, I have no transition. Good. Let's just not transition. I, or let's just transition immediately with a big... Like smack just right into the it. There you go. Page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Elene Kukua. Yeah. Have you watched that documentary? By no, the way, I've, not I've seen been meaning it. to watch the new Manti Teo documentary. It's on Netflix. If you've seen it, please tweet me. Let me know if it's any good uh, or don't. That's fine too. Red Hot Chili Peppers have released a new single. It's called. Tip of my tongue, but it's T-I-P-P-A. Tip? Tip of my tongue. Anyway, uh, they say this track, I've not listened to it. The track, which leans into uh, funk and rock. Isn't that their entire entire thing? Right. Uh, It is a teaser for their upcoming new album, which apparently was produced by Rick Rubin. It is called Return of the Dream Canteen. And will arrive on October 14th via Warner Records. So Let me tell you something. If you encountered Anthony Kiedis, Flea, and Rick Rubin under an overpass, you would run <laughs> for your life. Sure. They all look like bums. That's fine. Who would just terrorize you. Right. And their drummer, uh, Chad Smith, looks like Will Ferrell. Like, to the point that they did the drum off between Chad Smith and Will Ferrell. And it was hard for me to determine which one was which, other than when they were playing drums. But anyway, yeah, if you're a... Chili Peppers fan, great. I am also told this song, Tip of My Tongue, is about California. So prepare yourselves. Oh, I don't know. Shock. They've, I don't know. They really stretch themselves to get into some content they've never really tackled before. And sad news if you're a fan of HBO Max. You look like HBO Max. Uh, they are removing 36 titles, including 20 originals from the streamer. This according to Variety. They've decided uh, they hate kids. Yeah. So they're getting out of the kids' business. Yeah, they've gotten rid of a bunch of the Sesame Street stuff. 200 Sesame Street episodes have been removed from HBO Max. But those are all the ones where Oscar showed full frontal nudity outside of his can. It's fair. Right. You got to keep him in the can. Take a look at this. I don't think people understand. Like, Oscar the Grouch really likes to display full nudity whenever possible. But see, he's so mean to everyone, but they continue to include him in everything. 
Yeah, it's like here's the episode where Oscar goes to January sixth, and then Elmo is. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Oscar. Mama. It's funny because your Oscar the Grouch sounds a lot like a former radio host who used to work here, who I'm pretty sure would have I'm loved to microwave fish. I'm sure, he would have loved to have been there if he could have been. Anyway, some of the other HBO Max originals that are not going to be around anymore. Twelve Dates of Christmas. Darn. Sure, Chops has watched it five times. About last night, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Ellen's next great designer. Okay, guessing that's Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know. Uh, Little Ellen. I have no idea what that is. Maybe that's also related to Ellen. I have no idea. The Runaway Bunny, Theodosia, Tig and Seek, Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs, as well as My Dinner with Irv. Okay. I made all those up. Those aren't even real. I just said a bunch of words. Also from Cartoon Network, which is part of this whole thing, Dodo, Elliot from Earth, Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, Mighty Magiswords, OKKO, Let's Be Heroes, Uncle Grandpa, Victor and Valentino, Seize the Sword, and Faceplant the Movie. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The last two I definitely made up. Those are not real, but the other ones are real. Those are all being taken off of HBO Max, and I've run out of things. I didn't know that OKGO had a cartoon on Cartoon Network. OKGO, OKKO. Something. Whatever. I, I don't know. I'm out. What was your song? Uh, here it goes again. Yeah. Where they're running on the, on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. They're not running up that hill. That's a different song. Uh, Buckeye Show's coming up next, and it's high school football all night long. Bone will see you tomorrow. Or, uh, not tomorrow. Monday. Yeah, that's right. I'll see you never. This is my last day. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We should be so lucky. You find a disabled vehicle blocking the center lane of 670 westbound before Grandview Avenue. It is causing heavy backups. Traffic is stop and go in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns, about a 10 to 15 minute delay as things get cleaned up over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thing classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN, 
I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanna, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a hulu skirt on it like no i'm not gonna do that different look and you can't shave it all the way no you can't be totally bald you look like a clan member thanks you you would you would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald i would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on like that makes you yeah but don't you just stop what am i supposed to do i'm bald like i just you have that look to you a fat white guy there's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do something right. like that. I know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell racist well, at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate, so good a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet come back for more podcast and again the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust stop listening now the podcast is over turn it off go do something 